Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is episode 15 of the Unqualified Podcast. Um, this is our second take of this intro. Uh, and I'm your co-host, Jesse. And I'm the other co-host, Megan. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Instead of uh, struggling through our intro like we just did. Yes. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And so today we're going to, um, we're just going to, we're going to chat. That's what we're going to do. Yes. Uh, it's a laid back podcast episode just before little Christmas vacation. I was going to say your big travel. Yep. On, a, on an airplane. 48 hours from now at this time, I will be in the in the air. I will not be sitting on the planet. Did you I'll know that's floating. like 37,000 feet? Yeah. Can we not do that? So I'm, imagine so 37,000 rulers and then just stack them. Yeah. No, no, thank you. They wouldn't uh, make it. I've been like stressing out about this now, oh. like the past, like probably like the past full day, maybe maybe two days, um, because now it's start, like I'm starting to think about it in terms of like it's this week, and now you know today's Tuesday, it's mm-hmm. the day after tomorrow. I have to fly, and I'm terrified. <laughs> I am very afraid of flying. But they say that you should face your fears, which you're doing. And considering you did just recently do the drive, I think this is like the best time to do it. Right. Because you have recently felt the pain of a 20 hour drive. Yeah. Not well, like actually, pain, I made it in like, like annoyance. both ways. Yeah. I made, you know I made excellent, okay. time, excellent right. time. Semantics. Or just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Details that don't matter. We're going to get the facts right. Over 15 hours, less than 20 drive um back and forth it would have taken you much less time to just say 19 over 15 under 20 or you could just say 19 what are we doing my point was that i didn't <laughs> care oh okay about the the exact i mean if we we're going to be exact it's probably like 19 hours and 15 minutes and 27 seconds but we probably, don't know that probably somewhere around there that sounds like in the ballpark okay uh anyway <laughs> <laughs> being that you have gone through it very recently and i don't think i think that a road trip in theory sounds like a lot of fun but then you're doing it yeah and just sitting in a car just driving for that long is to me it's fun for the first hour and then it's are we there yet yeah are we stopping i'd say like the first few hours like when it depends um, on what time you start it really right. does. If you start in the middle of the night, I think that it'll last a lot longer. You're like, yeah, we're on a road trip. It's 3 a.m. But if you start at like 12 o'clock in the afternoon, absolute torture by 1 p.m. Right. Tell me I'm wrong. You can't. Um, You know, I really didn't start to feel when I drove down. We left at midnight, you know, in the morning. And I didn't really start to feel like the like, I want to get this over with. This is like, you know, going on and on. Um, probably not until like Florida, like when we hit really? Florida. Cause once I, like once we cross the state line into Florida, I'm like, we're here. The trip should be over. <laughs> like I'm in Florida. This is where I was coming. I, I made it. Florida is Why a do I have to drive three space. more hours? Yeah. So yeah. that was when it started to sink in. But that was like, the, again, that was like the, only the last three hours of the trip. So the other 16 hours, I was just like, this is just what I'm doing. Okay, I just, well, I'm just feel... driving today. Your entire like travel time is going to be like an hour or whatever to the airport 
and then two hours at the airport and two hours flying. So well, it's actually so I've got my my thing planned out. It's gonna be a little if you longer. Tell me it's at the 57 airport. minutes. I'll slap you in the face. Wait, what? I was gonna say if you tell me like it's actually only 57 minutes. Oh no! <laughs> so not the full no. hour. So because uh, I haven't flown since 2007, I'm yeah. sure just the airport works different now. Um, even if it didn't, even if it worked the same as it did in 2007, I've never flown where I wasn't just being brought somewhere. You know, like I was either a child and I was with my parents or I was on that right. youth group trip that we talked about and I was with my entire youth group. And so like the chaperones and the pastor or whatever are in charge. Yeah, of, they like tell you what to do. Yeah, they, they take care of our boarding and all that stuff. And they just say, we're going this way. You go that really? way. You go there. You know, I don't have to. It's not like I had to figure out where to go. OK, well, I'm going to tell I'm, you right now. You're still going to have that, except instead of your parents or your pastor or your youth group or whoever, mm-hmm. it's TSA. Yeah. They are very bossy and they are very repetitive <laughs> and they're very clear. So they yeah. will literally tell you um, a million and one times to take your laptop out of your bag and to put your bag in a bin, put your electronics in a bin and take off your sweatshirt, take off your shoes. <laughs> like They are very they they are just directions. They are. Everything you need to know, all in one screaming package. <laughs> that sounds great. Oh, it uh, is. That sounds like it won't uh, overstimulate me at all. <laughs> it might. <laughs> it depends on what time you go. Panic attack. So I'm going to go. I work that morning, mm-hmm. but we have a half day. Um, Christmas. Yeah, and then we're, all, you know, we're off for the holiday. We have a half day because we have the profit-sharing meeting, and then um, – and then, and then we're, you know, then we're done for the day. So we, I'll probably be home. Probably, I'm guessing if it's like last year, I'll probably be home by like one, one thirty ish. And uh, it works a little differently this year because like where we're having the meeting and stuff like that. But so I might be home a little later. But either way, I'm thinking I should be home no later than two o'clock. And then I'm gonna grab my bag and go to the airport. Nice. My flight doesn't leave until Wait. six. I was like, wait a second. But it's going to take an hour to get there if I don't hit traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that Would gets me might. to the to the airport at three. And having three hours to get myself, figure out where I have to go, where how I get like my boarding stuff or whatever, where a check-in is. Are you driving yourself? No, my dad's going to bring me up. Okay, good. So he's going to drop you off in front of the sign that says your airline. Right. Then you're going to walk in the door. Yeah. And then you are going to you're not checking a bag. Um you can in theory check in 24 hours before. Yeah, I did uh, download the app. Perfect. So yeah, you just give your confirmation number and your last name and you can check in 24 hours before and then that will actually give you your boarding pass which you can just send directly to your Apple wallet. You're going to walk in, you're going to go to the left. So my boarding pass, I don't need to print something out. No, it's all you can as long as you check in online, Mm -hmm. there will be you're going to answer all the questions just like you agree to blah, blah, blah. And then you can actually have the boarding pass on your Apple wallet. I think I still have mine. I need like uh, Jeopardy music right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I feel like I'm like under pressure. (laughs) yeah and expired passes so you'll get something that looks like that except the mm. yeah i can't see that at all you see that uh only kind of you see that white box at the bottom yeah that a qr QR code code. yeah 
So it tells you your heart, uh, your, oh, it's funny. The one I picked was one when I was flying out of Hartford. <laughs> I just picked a random one. I had like 16 of them. Um, it's going to show the heart, the airport you're departing from, the airport mm-hmm. you're going to, your flight number, your gate number, which is important. Um, and it can change. So just keep listening for the announcements, right. your name, your boarding group, your position, uh, the date, and because you're going to get a group like A, B, C, D, or whatever. You're going to be one of the last two groups if you didn't purchase a carry-on ahead of time. Um, and then you board. tells you your board, depart. And then basically you go up to TSA and you show them that barcode. Okay. They scan it. They check your ID. Bada bing, bada boom. You go through. Then that's when you get into the bigger, a bigger line, which I like to have my shoes off ahead of time. So when I get close, I like to take them off and just hold them because you have to take off your shoes. Right. Um, if you bring your laptop, it has to be in a separate bin. Take off your sweatshirt, put your cell phone, your watch, everything in there. Then you have to go through this big scanner. And then sometimes they'll pat you down. If you wear right. your hair in a bun, they do a bun check. Huh. So I know you have to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's going to be a, that's going to be a concern. Yeah, that's honestly that's going to have to wear my hair part. down. <laughs> but when you get through it, um, it's just it's boring at that point. There's a McDonald's right there, um, nearby in the near the gate. Right. Um, and a lot of people go there. It's super overpriced. It's great. I like there are like little. Sometimes there's like little cafes near the gates, depending on your gate number. Um, but there's a bunch of stores if you want to get a travel pillow. I think they're weird. I've never really been <laughs> into them. Um. But yeah. Imagine. What uh what my plan is is because if if everything goes well, uh and I get into um you know like getting through like I don't I, like not that it's not gonna go well but I mean like in terms of like how long it takes. Mm-hmm. Um if everything goes well and I get through it quickly, you know if I don't hit really too much traffic on the way there, I'll be to the airport by three, maybe in through like security and all that stuff and waiting at the gate by four which would be two hours to kill before my flight but i i don't want to leave any room to chance yeah just bring your charger with you and just watch tiktoks that's what i did i'm bringing my uh the book i'm reading oh even better and i was go well i wanted to i'm gonna bring two books uh in case i finish one but the book i wanted to i was gonna go buy the one i wanted to read uh, the bookstore didn't have, so that kind of screwed. Have you ever considered me. investing in a Kindle? Um, no. Really? I like I I need to have like the vis- the physical page. I don't know why. I should show you. I'm gonna show you my Kindle paperweight when you get here. Pretty cool. Kindle paperweight. Paper white. Oh, paper white. I thought you said paperweight, and I was like, <laughs> I don't understand. Kind what, of a paperweight because <laughs> like, I haven't I, used I, it. I don't know why I need to see that so badly, but all right. <laughs> paperweight. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so i the book i wanted to read um the bookstore didn't have and yeah i have like i said i have to have the physical copy so um a kindle would actually be good for me because i have a lot of like space just being taken up by books i feel like it's and good i don't to know have... what to do with them i don't want to get rid of them mm-hmm. it's but, good to have if you want to read or right. you want to get a book like you just said that's not available you can at least start it the other thing i liked about it so, like, I worked two jobs, remember? Mm-hmm. And I would be at the one job, and it would be slow. So I would, you know, read on my Kindle. Right. Um, Because it was a desk job, and I was able to bring it with me. But then I would go to my little more fast-paced job, and I couldn't really get away with bringing my Kindle because they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? 
Right. But I was able to get the app on my phone and it actually saved my space. Right. So when I was reading so into a book, I could like sneak little reads of it, you know, <laughs> keep it going throughout the day. <laughs> so sneaky. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, the, uh, the one that I'm trying to get, I don't think it's like not, it's not that it's not available, but I think, I think I know why I can't find it is, uh, it's the second book in a series that Amazon prime just did a show of the first book. Mm-hmm. So I think everybody went, watched the show, went and read the first book and now are reading the second book before season two comes out. Yeah. So I think that's why I don't, it's not like it's like unavailable or anything like that. Just sold out. Cause they had that's every other book in the series. I meant sold out. Oh, okay. unavailable, not in stock. Right. I got you. Sold out. Unavailable to purchase in the moment. Must be ordered. Check another location. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I, uh, I think I got the uh, gist of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That that's retail speak. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Uh, I worked retail too, so. <laughs> you know how I feel about that. It's still retail. It just it's just a, a different, different kind. side of retail. Yeah, but it it's just still feels retail. A little different. A it's, little different. N- it's not that different. I mean, did you have to check stock in a computer for lettuce? Or were you able to just be like, we have it or we don't? Uh, Did no, you I'd ever have to, order have a to... customer a single bul- bulb of lettuce? I don't know what it's called. No. Bulb of lettuce? Bulb? Head. <laughs> I knew that! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like over here like, I don't know what the technical term is. <laughs> not a produce expert, even though I've definitely said head of lettuce before in my fucking life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Tough look. <laughs> no, that's what I get. I'm see you have expertise in lettuce, and I have expertise in, I think retail. It, the lettuce is also part of retail, though. So, just different sides of it. It's different sides, yeah, but they're still. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitionally retail. So. Okay, all right. Listen, if that's <laughs> if that's what you need right now. Okay. You can have it. <laughs> all right. You have your lettuce retail. It's fine. I I don't understand what just happened here. <laughs> you won. It's okay. It's good. You won. Okay. It doesn't yeah. feel like it, but all right. I just said you did, so just listen to what I'm saying and live it. All right. <laughs> um, I don't even know where to go from that. <laughs> like, I don't remember what we were talking about before. Oh, we were talking about, about going Kindles to Florida, right? In Florida, in the book. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna bring the books and then hopefully i'm gonna read on the plane too because that's that's i'm like nervous about like getting myself like to the plane like like figuring out where i have to go at the right time because like i've said i've never flown as an adult i've never flown alone (laughs) and i've only ever flown where i was in a position where somebody else was like basically dragging me along yeah so bradley will be a nice practice yeah um, for but the... you'll definitely need that extra time for orlando because that will be a shit show yeah yeah i'm like, excited i dropped shouldn't be stressful at all no i dropped my boyfriend off three hours before his flight and 45 minutes before his flight he was still in line for tsa okay so i'm gonna get there at like 5 a.m no no i mean they're better now but definitely at least three hours the right. rule of thumb is two Mm-hmm. But with Orlando, I would say at least three. At least three, yeah. Yep. That was I'll also probably... like a year ago, and that was around New Year's. But right, it's Christmas, so I don't know. 
This will be a first. Yeah. I'm hoping that by flying back on the 27th that a lot of people will have flown back on the 26th. Yeah, because people will be off on the 26th, but most people have to work the 27th. I'm supposed to work the 27th, but I took a vacation day. Nice. Um, I'm off on the 26th. Yeah, well, I'm off on the 26th too. I know. I'm just saying, I'm off on the 26th too. Oh, good. Yeah, that's good because that'll be my last my last full day there. Corporate life. Corporate life. We actually uh, get holidays. Yeah. That's uh well. Somebody's singing in my house. Speaking of, um, we'll circle. Well, I guess that's really. I don't think I have anything else to say about Florida other than the fact that I'm terrified and I might die of a heart attack on the plane. Fine, <laughs> if you don't die from the plane, you'll just die on the rides. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Great. I'm totally kidding because <laughs> if anything, we've all tested the quality control millions of times before your arrival so it's right. all good i've tested everything <laughs> you've done the research i have done all the research and i can tell you everything is safe the one ride there that i don't consider safe we're not going anywhere near which one's that mission space oh hell no never you heard of that one yeah it was there when we went in 2014 yeah i would never a ride good that. number That's of my dad and like Lacey wrote. yeah and i think christopher went on it too and he almost like blacked out yeah <laughs> he heard, like had a problem i heard somebody died what it creates this like spinning effect and yeah, they felt like they like couldn't breathe force or something yeah they had some kind of bad reaction to it and they've they've actually redesigned the ride so there's a more intense version which is orange mm-hmm. and then there's a less intense version which is green okay and the less intense version is supposed to uh, for for the people for the people listening, uh, our 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 last episode guest Christopher just poked his head in Megan's door, <laughs> and, and well, Megan's talking, and all of a sudden Christopher's head just appears above her in the frame. <laughs> yeah. And now I assume he's talking because she's looking at him. Really? He just said to me, "All right, this just in." <laughs> um, he comes in and he goes. So basically. Backstory, Christopher, after um, my dad got home, he was going to go shopping to get my sister and I better gifts because he felt guilty that he got my parents more expensive gifts. Okay. So he went to go get us better gifts. So he just comes in here and he goes, (laughs) what did you say again? He was supposed to get Lacey the best gift. That was the plan because Lacey took his shift today. Lacey's at uh, work okay. for him right now. <laughs> but apparently my gift is going to take the cake of all of Christmas. Really? It's going to be the Christmas king, if you will. Wow. Is it a bearded dragon? Because I will shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> it needs proper lighting. Like, you can't wrap that. It'll die. And then I will die right with it. <laughs> Huh? I googled it. It said plastic bags are suitable. Yeah, maybe for transport. It needs to put it in the tank. I won't look. <laughs> for anyone who's listening, I'm getting a bearded dragon. I can just picture being there, like. Huh? Okay. I can just picture like being there on Christmas and seeing you open it, <laughs> and you open it up and it's a bearded dragon, but it's dead. <laughs> it's dead. Yeah, just kill me. Like my spirit would die. I, I literally don't know think. What... 
what's wrong with me that that's so funny? That's you would right. see my soul leave my body. <laughs> I would be so devastated. Yeah. I've done so much research on these stupid little fucking dragons, and I want one so bad. And when I tell you that if I ever saw a dead one, the day <laughs> the day I see a dead one, because I will have it until the end of its life, well, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I don't. I don't either. It's gonna be rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I don't get one for Christmas, I am going to get one at Repticon Orlando, January 21st and 22nd. They sell them there. Repticon does not sound like the kind of thing I would want to go to. So I <laughs> went to the terrible, last actually. one, which was a couple weekends ago with my dad. How and often is there a Repticon? It's actually, it's a recurring thing. Like how much? <laughs> like how like often? Like every couple months um, or every other month. They alternate Jesus. between Orlando and Tampa. And luckily I'm right smack dab in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it's a year long thing. Right. Um, but basically um, you walk in. They have you can buy like enclosures, you can buy bugs, you mm-hmm. can buy lighting, and it's a little bit cheaper. Um, I I am not gonna lie to you, Jesse. There are a lot of snakes. Yeah, I would imagine a lot. Of They're kind of like the most popular reptile for people to take on as pets because people <laughs> like fucking danger. I don't know. Well, so we were looking at them and you, like it, to to want to own a snake, to want to <laughs> to want to take that into your house. To speak nothing of the fact that the worst night of my life was when one got into mine, uh, which we've already talked about. <laughs> a wild here. snake, though. That's different. Just it's like not if I different. saw a wild leader, All snakes I'm more are wild, okay? They're, no, they're like, not. They're domesticated. No, they're not. Yes, that thing's a fucking killing machine. And if you look at it the wrong way, you might be getting packed up. I don't think so. Yeah, I do. Apparently, they're very nice. No. Fuck I'm going to go there and I'm going to hold one. All snakes are bad. ASAP. <laughs> no. So anyway, um, they had not only just reptiles. I also saw they had sugar gliders. Do you know what sugar gliders are? No, what's that? They are flying squirrels. Oh, okay. And they are so cute. That's <laughs> see, the I would wait a minute. Flying squirrels are reptiles? No, they're no, not. No, they're oh. not. <laughs> I said they they're didn't mammals. Just have reptiles. Oh, they, they have so they should just call it, like, just animal No, prop. okay, no. And there's enough reptiles to justify the repticon type. <laughs> like, so many snakes. Like, so many snakes. And they're in these little boxes. And then they have, like, it was weird. It was so weird. Um, but I loved every second of it. And then they had um, hedgehogs. Also and not a reptile. but They had a French bulldog. They had a kitten. Okay, see, now these are, a, like, almost, they, no, no, they're not. I say they're almost making up for all the snakes, but it's not. No, and then they had this thing of, like, I, all these, like, Yorkie-type puppies. I don't know if they're exactly Yorkies, but you know what I'm talking Like, a Jordan-type dog, the right. kind of dog that Jordan likes. Mm-hmm. Um, They had, like, five of them. But then, like, I was over on, like, the side, and all of a sudden I just heard a lot of barking and growling, and two of them got into a fight. So the guy just, like, reached into the pen, and he like, just pulled one up, and the <laughs> other one was just, like, banging onto it by its teeth. And I was like, what the fuck are these dogs? <laughs> it was crazy so then um i just ignored it because i was like i don't want to pet those dogs i don't want anything to do with those dogs so I, I turned around and went the other way um and then i saw chameleons or as i like call them chameleons and they were they were like blending in and i couldn't see half of them they yeah, get that's... really big 
That's uh, that's what they do. And then the lady's like, let me know if you want to hold one and I'll grab it for you. And I was like, bitch. I was like, I researched chameleons before I researched bearded dragons. And they don't like to be held. Really? I was like, if you think I'm going to hold that thing. I told her, I was like, I haven't done enough research. She's like, no, I I mean, I'll get it out for you. I was like, nope, I don't know enough about it. Haven't done enough research to hold the. (laughs) I've researched bearded dragons for months. I've done enough research to where I was comfortable holding one. I have not, however, researched chameleons enough because I saw that they don't like human interaction. Right. They're very like solitary animals, hence why I'm not getting one. I want something that I can like hold and carry around and show off to people, take it on walks, dress it up, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and so she's like, oh, I'll just I'll grab it for you. And I'm like, no, you won't, because I don't know enough about it. She's like, it's safe. And I was like, I don't care. I don't know enough about it. It's like when you're dri- test driving a car. I'm not going to test drive a six shift because I don't know enough about it. I, I don't think holding a lizard is the same it's as the driving same. a stick shift versus not driving a stick it's shift. It's the same. You need to it's... know how to handle it, I believe. Like, if I, I let's say I didn't know anything about snakes. I know nothing about them, right? Mm-hmm. And then someone says, you want to hold it? And I'm like, sure, yeah. It looks kind of cool. And I wrap it around my neck. Guess what? I'm dead. I'm like, oh, hey, that's because it's a Netflix. snake, and snakes are killing machines. No, they're it's fucking because if you don't predators know what created holding, by Satan himself. It's because if you don't know what you're holding, don't fucking hold it. A lizard's not going to kill you, though. Just like I didn't try to go and hold the hedgehogs or the flying squirrels or the fucking weird-ass tree branch-looking geckos or the giant toad. Giant toad? They had... Oh, hold on. I have to show you. I think I showed it to you. Just... Oh, whoops. Oh, right. I had to screenshot this thing. Because you know those TikToks where they, <laughs> they like, say something, and then they make it just long enough to where you can't, like, select the, like, you can't move the white bar? Yeah. Behind. And then it shows, like, a screenshot. Uh-huh. And then you're, like, invested. I know it's just to get more views, but it works <laughs> on me every time. So I was just screenshotting the shit out of it. So I opened up my photos, and I thought I opened up Facebook. And I was like, oh, I'm still on this video? No. I was just, I screenshot it like six times before I was able to get the screenshot. And it was stupid. I also, I think that this frog, toad, whatever it is, should be our cover photo. Cover photo? Yep, I just sent it to you. (laughs) I'm waiting for it. Oh, there it is. Oh my God. (laughs) That is a a pretty good picture. (laughs) Isn't it? Yeah, we <laughs> we may I be making our uh, profile picture a uh, big ass frog or toad. Here's the best part. I can do this. I can't see what you're doing. <laughs> I know. I'm just I'm doing it. I'm so confused right now. Just just shut up. Hold on. I, I you tell me to shut up on a podcast. I think yeah, I think that's the that's uh contrary to the goal of oh, a podcast. Oh, that looks so creepy. What looks creepy? I was able to remove the background with the new iOS update. Oh. But it removed her. Oh, that's... I'm concerned. <laughs> I've got, like, the little three dots of your typing. I'm assuming that means... Oh, there it is. Oh, that's... <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> it looks like someone took a bite out of it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but yeah, I am all for making that frog our profile picture. Oh, yeah. Like, he was maybe, so like, cool. Just his face or something? Yeah. Like, it just, I feel like that's me. Like, someone tells me something shocking, 
And I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> or like I'm mad and I'm like you know he looks like, like he's just, just accepted his fate he's being held up yeah against the way she manhandled like, him he's like well he was in a bowl he was in a fucking bowl with a top he was just okay. in there vibing <laughs> and then in all there. of a sudden out of the sky I was like I was like <laughs> cause I'm pretty sure I don't think like toads look at people and know what we are like I don't think a toad sees a person it's like that's a person you know, so it's like. No, but I'll tell you, I felt bad for a lot of these reptiles because literally this toad was in a fucking Tupperware bowl, like some leftover pasta. Okay, right. like, he was just he was capped off. He was just in there, and she just grabbed him and was like, "Here you go." <laughs> and well, I was like, and what I mean is that's what I mean is from the the frog's perspective. Like, I don't think the frog understands it's being held up. No. You know, so it's like probably in pure terror trying to yeah, figure like, out what, what the hell's the going on. Fuck. And his face kind of resembles he's like I I don't know what's going on but I don't uh, Yeah, I didn't even see what got me. I'm just I'm, I'm just, just floating him. now and I can feel something's holding me. Yeah, and then I asked her about him too and I was just like, you know, are they hard to like take care of? Uh, that's a girl she said. Um I don't know the fucking difference. But um she's like no, they're really low maintenance. She's like and I was like how long do they live? She's like 5 years and I'm like okay. <laughs> She's like, all right. And then, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was it was a cool place. Like, if you weren't, I mean, even being afraid of snakes, I think you'd enjoy the other no, side of it. No, no, no. I don't think you understand how bad. Do I, like, we have <sighs> Jesse, to, I on this podcast, go back and listen to the episode where I told the snake story and explain how afraid of snakes I am? <laughs> yes, but you have to face your fears in life, don't you? No, some of them I don't. Well, you're facing a lot of them in the next week. Exactly. That's good enough. I've hit my quota. That's fine because Repticon isn't until January. And then again, I don't think it's until March. So you have time to face this fear. Nope. I'm all set. What if we got a thousand views? <clears throat> no. 10, Still no. Nope. 10,000 subscribers. No. How many would it take? A, a million. A million? A million. Jesse, I will say something so controversial just to pull in the people. Okay, I will, <laughs> I will change the vibe of this podcast really quick. <laughs> Don't test me. <laughs> Could you imagine if I was just so desperate for you to go to Repticon that I just started like talking <laughs> mad shit? It's not even about the podcast anymore. It's just about Repticon. I was just trying to upset people enough to subscribe so they'd wait for the next big thing that I was going to say. <laughs> I would become the most I would become the next Casey Anthony, the most hated woman in America, just so that people would subscribe to the podcast, just so that I could force you to go to Repticon, <laughs> which I would probably be banned from at that point. Probably. Speaking of, have you seen Casey Anthony's documentary thing? No, I was going to watch it and then I forgot about it. I watched it. How what uh how was it? Like without uh spoiling too much. Listen, I whether she did it or not is kind of irrelevant because the facts remain. She, her kid was missing and right. she didn't report it for 30 days. Yeah. And even if you want to blame the dad, even if you want to say that she knew that the dad killed the kid and she was forced to lie or whatever. I'm, what? Like, no, it, you can't justify what she did. And that is the that is the debate. It's not a matter of whether or not she did it. She was still neglectful right. and that child is still dead and yeah. she is responsible for that. And that is the point. And the whole documentary was just like a feel bad for me. Um, 
you know, this is my life and this is what I've been through. I'm like, yeah, right. sure. I mean, but like you had one job <laughs> and even if you didn't do it, there were things you could have done and you could have, you could have done right by her. Yeah. And you didn't. So what was her official explanation for not reporting her missing for a month? Yeah, you can tell me that. Um, basically, her. It's kind of a mess. Spoiler really alert confusing. for anybody They out did. There, they but. did mention this in the Hulu documentary that was, t- you know, done years ago. That was kind of like just an American murder mystery. Casey Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, um, what her lawyer said and just in general, like what ended up being the story that they were spinning was that her, the kid fell in the pool Mm -hmm. and died. And, you know, the dad buried the body. Okay. And the reason that they're saying that is because like her brother, for example, came forward at one point because it was, she was wrapped up a very specific way. Like she was wrapped in a blanket and then like in a garbage bag and something like that. And the brother felt the need to come forward and say, that's how my dad would bury our pets that died. Right. So like, pretty sus which you know i'm not saying he's innocent apparently he like sexually assaulted her and he, she was worried that there's questions on whether he sexually assaulted kaylee and because he used to casey anthony is saying that her dad used to suffocate her when she would say no right so that he could have his way and um so she's saying that she thinks or the, i think what they're trying to say is that they think he did that to kaylee right and it killed her and then he want he does he obviously he doesn't want anyone to know that. And then he, you know, he's trying to cover it up by saying she drowned. Right. And okay. obviously the body was like deteriorated by the time they found it. But right. Yeah. It's it's honestly it's crazy. And it's just it's one of those things like it doesn't matter who did it. It you have a role and yeah. you you did something wrong. And it yeah. doesn't matter if you killed her, if you were the one that you, you didn't report it. You're claiming you knew she was dead the whole time. Like yeah, that's what, insanity, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess I'm gonna have to watch it and like really see for myself because like I'm just still not understanding how you could not report it for 30 days, like. And they, the things that she did, like, the, so like the arrest, they had actually had the officer that was like arrested her on this documentary, right. and he's like, she obviously she did it, um, but you know, he was also really kind of shot himself in the foot with the way he talked about her dad because and i watched it a while back so if i have any of the details incorrect i truly apologize but um he said at one point that casey was unreliable because she lied he's like she's a liar so whatever she says why would i believe her right but then they talked about her father lying and he actually said at one point well lying doesn't make you guilty doesn't make you a bad person And it's like, well, then why does it make her a bad person? Right. So it's like there are certain things that he said that just didn't make sense. But my personal opinion is that you have a responsibility as a parent to protect your child. And if something happened to your child and you knew about it for 30 days, lying to the police and causing this wild goose chase and taking up resources and turning it into this whole thing for a home over a month. Right. Just back like having her just be missing and then, you know, to have this whole thing stem from it it just i can't i can't say that she's not she's guilty of that like yeah she's still guilty she may not right. be guilty of the murder maybe her dad did do it he sounds like a piece of shit but <laughs> it doesn't make her innocent right yeah either way she's still like uh yeah. culpable 
Exactly. And some people are some, saying for that. something. Yeah, she's still wrong. Like, she's yeah. never going to be. Never, no one's ever going to be like, oh, that poor woman. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. No. It's kind of like, no, fuck you either way. <laughs> like, yeah. Her, so, like, a lot of people are saying, like, some of the comments that I've read online, people are like, it's basically her trying to, like, gain sympathy and her being like, oh, my God, feel bad for me. Like, I would right. never. And it's, it looks like a last-ditch effort at her, for her to have a normal life. Yeah, um, which I don't think is going to happen. No, I mean, she's just... She's fucked. But yeah. they also, another argument that I saw was actually a really good argument. People were like, you know, if you saw her with her kid, like her phone was like full of photos of her and she loved her and she was such a good mom. Um, What about Chris Watts and Shanann Watts? Have you heard of them? No. Oh my God. Um, American Murder Mystery, The Family Next Door on Netflix. Okay. Watch that as well. This man and this woman married perfect life. They live in Colorado beautiful house like he has a good job i don't i think she had a good job i don't remember anyway he wanted to have an affair or he was having an affair he wanted to leave his wife and for him the only way to do that was to murder his wife and two young daughters and to deposit their bodies in fucking like at his job site in like oil tanks and then the neighbor you know you you don't have to do that to break up with somebody. You don't. I really, <laughs> that's uh, that's not how it works. I feel like that is like the most extreme version of leaving someone. She yeah. would have probably much preferred that you just talk about it. Yeah. So it's like he loved his family and he looked like the perfect dad. Like they looked like the picture perfect family. Even to the people that knew them and they would never suspect him of something like that. And I think he just at one point he like broke down and had to admit it because the neighbor had um, security footage of him backing his truck up to the garage. Right. And they were like, he's never done that before. And you could watch the video in that documentary when the neighbor was like, you know, she's like, oh, I have footage. Like he wasn't even suspicious of the husband at that point. Like he was just saying, like, this is all I have. Like, this is all I have for that night. And you could see his face when he sees his truck back up to that garage because he knows that's when he's loading the bodies in mm-hmm. and you just see the stress and he's like he's going like this and he's just like oh my god like he's stressing out because he knows he's like it's on camera he's like right, that's what right. i was doing at that moment you know oh. and it's like these people are like they look fine and they may treat she may have left her kid right but that doesn't mean she didn't do anything wrong either it's not, it doesn't make you innocent right i mean come on so I can't believe I've never heard of that story before because that's pretty – like, when did that happen? Hold on. (laughs) I mean, if you don't know offhand, you don't have to – When was Chris Watts arrested? I'll just go off that. Chris Watts was born June 16th. No! He's 57 years old. No, he's not. That's not even him. That's not even what you asked. I know. Shanann. That was pretty pretty disrespectful by (laughs) – you're Siri. I know. Siri basically just ignored your question. It was like just try, he's trying to steal the spotlight from me. Um, she died in 2018. It was pretty recent. Wow, I I can't believe I never heard of this. Yeah, no. Um, you should definitely. It's the Watts family murders, mm-hmm. but it's um the family American murder mystery, the family next door right. on Netflix. Um. She was pretty active on social media, so they had a lot of um, footage of her. She was pregnant, too, when he killed her. Oh, my God. And he was just, I guess he just didn't want to deal with it. Jesus. Because he wanted to leave her. Right. So. That's terrible. 
So that just goes to show, just because someone's a family person and they love who they're with or they love their kids doesn't mean they won't fucking kill them if they want right. to move on. I don't know. Like, like some people just want to get rid of their old life, and that's it was the same as Casey Anthony. Like she, her their biggest thing that they needed to prove that they failed to prove was that she was better off without the kid. And right. you know, that whole I, if you watch the documentary on Hulu too, it shows you kind of what the prosecution did wrong. Um, they didn't have enough evidence um, to prove what they were trying to prove. Right. And yeah, I remember that. that. She's a woman. People don't. And they asked for the death penalty. And a lot of people don't want to put a young woman to death. You know, right. like it's it's hard to like think like, oh, she's not capable. Right. So they should have just been like, no, life in prison. And they probably would have gotten it. You know, people would have felt a little less guilty. Right. I think putting someone's life in the hand of hands of a jury is yeah i feel really i mean i've never act. had you know to obviously be a juror on a death penalty case but like i can't imagine having to like make the decision whether or not to you know convict somebody and ha- thus having them put to death right because like, that's what if you like make a the tremendous wrong amount of like psychological distress like i don't like yeah especially, i can't even like, comprehend think about, that think about if somebody is like exonerated you know right. like you are in a jury and you sentence somebody to death like you Mm -hmm. are like yeah they did it they need to die right and then you find out in like five years they're on death row or whatever that they didn't do it do you know how that must fuck with a person's head yeah holy shit i almost killed this i was convinced i was gonna have this person killed (laughs) (laughs) right and that's also terrifying and then you turn out to be wrong yeah yeah, I mean, I just, I don't think that's the right decision to put in the hands of the general public <laughs> or a jury selected out of random people with no legal experience and no, you know, expertise in forensic science or whatever. Right. Like, it just, it doesn't make any sense. Just, I, I heard a TikTok once that the guy said that they should have being a jury member be a job. Yeah, we talked about this once. We did. <clears throat> uh- my my main concern with that would be is like I don't know I just feel like anytime like money and stuff comes into the equation like people get corrupted and yeah. biased and, and it, it would basically if about. if I think that the point that I made on the episode where we talked about this too was that if it was a job it'd be a company and companies right. are always fucked like top to bottom I know people just lie they do what they think they need to do to get ahead and right because so if it's negatives. a company then they're profitable you know. There or you know, there's going to be some kind of like monetary incentive for them to right, like they how, get commission wh- how, on like death penalty. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like horrible. they got a sponsorship deal with like the incinerator company or something. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but that's the I, our justice system still like terrifies me though. Oh yeah, no, it's fucked. <laughs> you know, because people are like, how many times do you think that someone is sitting like so they're in a big case right and they're in a grand jury and Mm -hmm. they're sequestered and they're away from their family and it's been going on for weeks and then you're going and you're deliberating and all of a sudden you know you're just there's one you're the one vote you're the one vote that's holding everything up because it has to be unanimous right yeah and you're just you're desperate to get home how many people do you think are just like fine Fuck it, kill the guy. Like, you know, right? Like, yeah. Fine, convict him. I don't care. I'm done with this. I'm over it. Like people who like, um, you know, like what? It, oh, there's eleven people, and you know, say like six of them are in favor of you know saying guilty. 
how many more people like in the people in that room are going to be afraid to be like in the minority and are just going to say yes without even putting up a, like any kind of argument just to yeah. avoid like the uh they don't want confrontation. They right, don't want somebody yeah, exactly. to be like, how the fuck could you think that? You know, like, I feel like people can't handle the mental strain that comes with being a fucking bank teller. Right. And you expect them to make a decision that alters someone's life permanently. Like, something that could kill a person or send them away to jail for the rest of their life. It is a huge responsibility. And I don't think that a random selection is the right way to go about it yeah. i mean i just think I there know. needs to be a better I just, process i yeah well the, I, I think there's got to be a better way but i fuck if i know what it is like <laughs> I, I guess mean, i got I did, like, jury duty once it, I if, it. if i didn't know what a better way to do court was than having a jury of you know 11 randomly selected people if i had that if i was the one who had that idea i don't think it would just just be sitting here right now <laughs> so i'm just it's it's crazy it's I feel like people are so easily like manipulated and yeah. somebody might not be comfortable speaking up and being like, no, I don't agree with this. I don't right. Yeah. They're the just going to kind of go with the flow because maybe they didn't feel too strongly about their opinions. Or they anyway. were on the fence and then yeah. they're like, yeah, well, exactly. everyone else thinks he's guilty. Like I might as well just be on that side of it. Like that right. decides it. And you know, for me, I just, I have a really low attention span. <laughs> so I feel like <laughs> I'd be in court and I would just be like snoozing. Like right. I just, I can't. Yeah, sometimes but. I feel like I have, like, a hard time, like, processing information really fast, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, so sometimes when a movie's got a lot going on, I'm, like, I'll have a hard time tracking, like, what's really going on. But then, like, later, like, you know, like, the next day or whatever, like, I'm, like, oh, no, I fully understand that movie. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So it's, like, it takes me a while to, like, you know, register everything and make sense of it or whatever. I don't know. But I imagine that'd be a problem for me too <laughs> so. it's it's just insanity and there's there's no perfect way don't yeah get no me wrong. i don't I'm think i'm not there saying is. that one way would be better than the other i mean they could try other ways but even still it's a huge responsibility and if anyone that's listening has ever convicted someone or sent them to death row i feel for you because i hope that you're able to live with yourself <laughs> um because that's a huge responsibility and i could never i would literally um I, i'd kill myself i'd be like i'm not doing it <laughs> i will put myself I'm just on gonna check out like, now i'm done <laughs> <laughs> like when i got called for jury duty i was so scared because i was like i can't i'm too i'm too opinionated and i'm too not trusting i was like i'm just gonna be like guilty <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's probably they stole a lawn ornament and i'm just like yep <laughs> I did it because why else would I be here? Um, but, you know, I, everyone's different. And some people I just don't think are worthy of the responsibility. And I might be one of those people. Yeah, I probably am not a uh, Plus, you have to deal with public either, images but. after. I know they hide the jury, but you can't tell me that people don't have a way to find out who's on the jury. And, like, you run the risk of if you, you know, release somebody and the public's deemed them guilty. Right. You know, like how Oh, there's a zero percent chance that I would ever do a death penalty case. Well, I just asked I, a bunch of questions at the end and I feel like or at the beginning. And I feel like there's probably like the screening process I would assume has to be pretty Yeah. Like well, I legit. mean, I'm just straight up like I'm not gonna be comfortable for any reason being the person who puts somebody to death. So yeah. just like I'm just like hey I'm I'm not gonna say death penalty I'm <laughs> not just gonna, be I'm like, gonna just I'm gonna hold out of forever. Guilty gets them into prison, but not killed. Yeah, that's the one I am. 
<laughs> no, but for real. I mean, it's weird. Maybe we can do an unqualified podcast episode from a jury. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to podcast from the jury uh, bench, right? Is no, bench? but if there's, if there's a big trial coming up, we should cover it. <laughs> I'll try. I'm, I don't follow like court very well no i know like I when the care. amber heard johnny depp trial was going on i was watching all of the clips but i didn't know what the fuck any of them meant so <laughs> like, i watched her like when she was on the stand right and when he was on the stand but like opening statements closing statements and then i watched just the verdict <laughs> like right. when they said they're about to read the verdict i was like let me watch and that was it i didn't even watch that i was at work when it happened yeah because well, um, I don't get cell service in the building, but a couple she, other people do. She did herself in because she looked like a whole idiot. Yeah. Anytime she opened her mouth. And I was like, bitch, <laughs> like, come on. The summer on TikTok was pretty much just making fun of Amber Heard. It was. That I was saw an article. summer 2022. That was Yesterday? the vibes, the summer vibe. Yesterday. I don't know. I saw an article that she said something like she made a decision about the defamation suit because she was I heard she was going to appeal at one point. She made some decision and something about how it ruined her life. Like, of course it did. Like you you tried to play the victim where you were equally responsible. Right. For whatever toxic relationship issues you had. You know, like no person or relationship is perfect, but you need to be held accountable for your own actions and your own words that right. you said. You you were not some fucking damsel in distress. You were an equal contributor to any issues that you had. And you right. easily took care of yourself because he was equally abused. If if she was even abused, she faked it. Right. So yeah, fucking people, man, they're crazy. Yeah, that's a uh, understatement. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not generally known for this, but um, somehow I managed to pull this off to remember what I was talking about before we went off on like a tangent. You know how I like pretty much have always done where I'll get off on a tangent and then forget what my point was to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, this entire podcast episode basically so far just stemmed out of you said you were saying someone started singing in your house like 45 minutes ago <laughs> oh yeah because then yeah and then we just went straight down a rabbit hole but i was what i was going to tell you about because you said that someone was singing in the house and then i said speaking of and then we i don't even know i don't know where what happened from there but christopher I said, popped speaking in of. and he started talking about my amazing christmas gift oh yeah that's right and then we, and then we talked about bearded dragons and Repticon right. and somehow got to oh no i don't know somehow we got to yeah. anthony and then it was the and rest then of to johnny depp and amber heard now we're going back um Chris but what i was going to tell you is because when you what you said when someone was singing in the house made me think of this it literally just happened too but uh i was sitting like right back there eating my dinner and uh playing xbox and uh i had the window open because it got kind of like hot in here um because i've had the heat on all all evening so I was trying to cool it down a little bit and mm-hmm. I hear like just noise. Like I couldn't tell what it was, but it sounded like a thumping noise. And so I like muted the TV or I paused the game and I went over to the window cause I could tell it was coming from out there, which is, you know, like when it's pitch black outside and I live in the woods, 
hearing like some kind of like thumping and rumbling noise like close enough outside is not always what I want. Uh, so I go over the window and but uh, it was actually really cool. There was a uh, like a fife and drum core or something like that playing Christmas carols like across the street or something like that. Like through the woods, I could hear them. Oh, it was Christmassy as fuck. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> I thought that you were saying like some fucking drummer boy walked <laughs> down your creepy ass driveway and just started playing in front of your house. He's <laughs> just not even in front of my house because, you know, these windows face the backyard where it's pitch black. So he's yeah. just standing in the pitch black yard playing a drum. That would be terrifying. I would move out immediately. <laughs> like, Are you? S- what window? The windows in the room that I'm sitting in. Faces your backyard? Yeah, it does not face like where you, where the driveway is. It does? No. Oh, I'm thinking of the window where your tree is. That doesn't look out there either. It looks out into the side yard. No, it doesn't. It definitely yep. looks in the driveway. No, it looks in, into the side yard. No shit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think I've ever looked out the window. I guess not. But I feel like I have. And I feel like you're lying. I feel like you should have, but apparently you haven't. I think you're lying. I'm, Do you I remember? S- you used to try to convince me. I don't know if you remember this, but it sits with me, and I think about it all the time. You <laughs> oh used boy. to try to convince me that your front door was actually your back door. You used it to is. say, no, this is my backyard. It like, is. where the driveway is. You're like, this is my backyard. Yeah, no, it is. And I'm like, what justifies that? And you're like, it's my backyard. And I was like, how? And you said, <laughs> you said something about the stairs. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? You have a porch. You have cars, you have a driveway, you have a house number, it's your front yard. You're like, no, that's my backyard. And yeah. it bothers me. I don't remember the exact reasoning why, but the um, the driveway is the backyard. That doesn't make any sense. And I don't accept it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Until you get grandpa on here and he tells me, don't accept They're it. They're the ones who told me. I think you're mis I think you're misguided. All right. Well I've done that. I have I have confused memories that are incorrect that I remembered wrong. And I think maybe your parents told you something about go to the backyard and you went to the driveway and you found what they were looking for. And you're like, ah, the backyard. Okay. No, it, there there was a whole explanation of it as to why, what you would think is the backyard because you come in the door through the driveway, but it just so happens the driveway comes into the backyard. Give it to me in writing. I want to see the property statements. All right. I I don't I don't know you can if that exists, but I'll look into it. To the podcast, find the old listing for your house, and I wanted to say this house may be ass backwards, but it has charm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. And if your parents ever sell the house, the real the realtor should write this house may be ass backwards, but it has some serious charm <laughs> and a terrifying train. And a creepy driveway, and sometimes trees fall down a mile down the road on the end of the driveway, and we lose power. But at <laughs> least Eversource will camp out in our yard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still perks. in like all it all of that uh whole saga of events. <laughs> um, I wrote this down. Last episode, you said you wanted to talk about um this game we used to play. Game. I don't get down, Mr. President. <laughs> you specifically said, like, after we were done recording, that you wanted to oh, talk yeah. about that. And for some reason, I remembered it today, and I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> so that's perfect, because this game is a game that you showed to 
All of us. Yeah. Yeah. And we were actually at Disney World. Yeah, yeah. It was 2018. And it was something to do while we were in line. Yeah. So I feel as though this will be a great thing to do on Christmas, as there will be many lines at Disney World. Yeah, I would imagine. Great way to pass the time. On Christmas Day, I imagine there will be some lines. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can. um, I'm I'm not I'm confident in my ability to navigate the parks. I know where everything is. I've really right. learned the layout. Is everybody going? Yeah. Well, yeah. one person doesn't know they're going. Oh. Santa Claus doesn't throw their ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I have to pay Santa Claus seventy five dollars towards the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Santa doesn't doesn't work the way I thought he did. <laughs> no, because the elves can't manufacture that fucking QR code. Oh damn! He's they gotta update their. Uh, they need a better fucking. Their system. their workplace. I mean. <laughs> so yeah. It's 2022. Everyone, not they don't know yet, but everyone is going. Right. Reservations are made. Yeah. Tickets are bought. <laughs> <laughs> and I only whisper because I can't hear if he's nearby. Right. So. Aren't you afraid he's going to listen to this episode? No. He told, me, <laughs> he told me he doesn't listen to the podcast, that motherfucker. <laughs> and if he does, he has 15 hours, or really like 30 hours worth to watch. And in yeah, which more case, than that, because some of the episodes between, are like, we went long a few times. That's true. We went short and, a few times, so it probably still balances out relatively close. So, but. Christopher, if you're listening, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Uh, you get Just to gotta ride get through Guardians five days without him listening to it. <laughs> I feel like I'm being so loud. <laughs> so. Um, fucking headphones, they ruin everything. Can we talk about what we're doing Christmas Eve, or is that like a secret? No, it's not a secret. Not a Why secret. Would it be a secret? I don't know, because it's a like company thing, but. <laughs> An underground fucking... No, well, no, but, like, if anybody is, does listen to this podcast, like, right now, they have no idea what the fuck's going on. They're like, what are these two bad. getting into on Christmas Eve? I know, Eve? like, like something, something bad is going to happen on Christmas Eve, and they're going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my brother and my sister work at the same place. It's a bowling alley. I won't list the name, even though, I mean, it's not hard to figure out. Uh, it's a bowling alley. <laughs> and basically, on Christmas Eve, they close, and special employees who don't have too many points... I'll get invited to this extravagant catered Christmas party. What are points? To, is that like uh like um you know how like certain companies they um they go on a point system, so if you call out you get a point. Or if you're right, late, okay, you have yeah. a point. Like it's like that. I've heard that like uh Walmart does that. They do. But I've heard they that they're that. like kinda fucking ridiculous about it. Nope. <laughs> like my ex boyfriend heard... works there and they if anything were very lenient. Oh really? I I always heard that they were like there. they would give out points like it was like a good thing. <laughs> But it wasn't like they'd be handing out points like they were Oprah, but yeah. nobody wanted them because <laughs> no, they, they were bad. But um, I know for him, he was a new hire um, when he worked there mm-hmm. and he walked out because he was mad that I was having lunch with my friend and they <laughs> cut him some slack. And wow. I chased him down Route 85 in Waterford for six hours. So that was fun. That does sound well, thanks, like a Walmart. lot of fun. It's a good way <laughs> to spend Thanks for letting him off the hook for that. He did ultimately get fired, though. It took a while, but it happened. Sucks to um, suck. Yeah, so. And then he went to work at Stop and Shop. <laughs> Stop and Shop will take anybody. So yeah, if they anyone's, do. <laughs> if anyone's uh, desperate. They, they definitely do. Yes. 
Anyway, um, so they work at a bowling alley, and good employees that don't have too many points, they get invited to this Christmas party, which is on Christmas Eve. Um, it was supposed to be on the 6th. It was supposed to be on December 6th, and then they oh, changed wow. it. Don't know why. So each employee that's invited gets a plus one. It's catered. The game zone, which is like the arcade, um, is completely free to everybody. The bowling lanes are open to the employees and their families. Completely free to go. Um, they have the bar. They have everything. So it's this huge party uh, that they're doing on Christmas Eve. And my brother and my sister have graciously invited me and Jesse yeah. to go. So that's Christmas Eve. Yeah, I'm extremely, like, honestly, maybe the most excited, the thing I'm most excited for about the whole trip. It's a Christmas Eve party. I've never done that before. That's, I'm so excited. I've never, I've never once done something on Christmas Eve. It's very Christmassy. We've always done stuff on Christmas Eve. Um, Save room for dinner, though, because of the plans for Christmas Day. We're having Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve. Because the party is only till four. Right. Um, so it's just save room for dinner. All right. And then we're going to have to wake up on Christmas day at like 6 a.m. That's, so uh, with the exception of last year, because I was sk- basically skipping Christmas last year. Do you know what time I usually get up on Christmas? Five. Four thirty, five o'clock, somewhere around there. That's perfect because we need time to wake up to open presents and to have breakfast because my dad right. always makes breakfast. And then I want to get to Epcot for rope drop. Okay, what time you is know, rope drop? Park opens at 8.30, so you want to be in there and behind the rope at 8 o'clock. Okay. And then that way, you can just run to whatever ride you want to do. You right. Run. Literally run? You literally have to run. Like, run down the cast member. I'm just kidding. I'm like, <laughs> they'll tell you not to. I can run pretty fast. And for, like, a long time, so. Security can also run pretty fast. They are magical. You just said you're supposed to run. No, I lied. I said oh, don't run. They'll oh, stop you. Oh. <laughs> They'll tackle you, and then you'll get escorted out, and then you won't get your money back. I was going to say, like, if uh, we're there for rope drop and you got to run, guess who is getting on the no. Three Caballeros ride? <laughs> the Three Caballeros. Literally first thing, this guy. So Nobody's listen, beating listen, me to that ride. It's important to note. Jesse, I promise you, I think the Three Caballeros will be the only ride without a line. If you take me to Epcot and I don't get to go on to Three Caballeros, we'll I will kill somebody. Okay, we'll go on the Three Caballeros. I will kill somebody every minute that I'm not on Three Caballeros. <laughs> wait, wait. Every minute that we are not there actively walking to the Three Caballeros, someone will die. <laughs> There's a process. Three Caballeros is on the other side of the park. Yeah, yeah, it's in the, it's in the Mexico portion of the world. Yeah. Okay. So what I will do. The park. When, before we ride Test Track, while we're waiting for our lightning lane for Test Track that I'm going to buy, um, <laughs> we will run over and we'll ride three Caballeros because there will be no line there because no one in their right mind waits for more than five minutes for three Caballeros. I'll have you know that most every, almost every time I've gone on three Caballeros, I've waited in a line. How long? No more than five minutes. Please oh, tell sure. me no more, more than, than five, five minutes. minutes. The first time I went in 2014, I feel like I was in line for like 30 minutes at least. That hurts my soul. And when because... Aaron and I went on it, when you and Jordan didn't, when we were there in 2018, you guys went and did something else or just waited. Uh, we were in line for probably like 15, 20 minutes. 
And then in 2019, when we went, we definitely waited in. Uh, I think it was the shortest line in 2019. So that one might have been more like five, ten minutes because we kind of like hit it at a really good time. But it got really busy like when we got off the ride, and and I I saw the line. It was way longer. So we just got it there at like the sweet spot. Start open right now. It's what? It's not on there right now. What do you mean? I'm looking at the wait times. So I was trying to be funny. And by, like, not open, do you mean, like, temporarily closed? Yeah, probably. Are it's you? Not clo- it's not closed for refurbishment. Oh, oh, oh. You know why? There's no wait time because um, it's just not a popular attraction. So there, there is no wait. I don't know why you're hating on this ride. So I'm not hating on it. I'm ride. not hating on it. I ride it all the time. It's way better than Small World because I'll never fucking do that shit again. Uh, that's not true. You said you would do, uh, I'll, I'm going to have to go back and listen to the whole episode again now, but you made a deal that you would, uh, not only would you go on small world again, you would memorize all the words in all of the languages and give me a live performance of it. Yeah. But what did I get in return of that? On the, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, was it so you'd write guardians? Maybe it might've been. Well, if that's the case, I will do that. Yeah, you better get to work. You got like three business. days, five, you can't, five days. We're not. Five days. You, okay, listen, you're not gonna want to go there. I will tell you the same thing I told Jordashian is that is at the Magic Kingdom, and I don't know if you know this, but the most popular park for any holiday is the Magic Kingdom. Do you know why? Because it's a castle where you know a lot of people like to do special things in front of. Okay, <laughs> such as proposals mostly photos okay Mm -hmm. and people think it's so magical the projections on the castle are pretty cool right give it that but when i tell you there will be a line for the monorail a mile long just to get to the park to the point where walking there would be faster now i will fulfill my end of that bargain but we have priorities which are guardians of the galaxy Mm -hmm. and for you to see star wars yeah Rise of the Resistance specifically, because I really think you might pass out, and I really would love to see where they take you backstage when that happens. <laughs> but, um, and then I figured at that point, if we've done all that, like if we get through it as fast as I think we can, um, which getting there that early would be will help because I feel right. like a lot of people do like their Christmas morning and then they go. Right. Yeah. Um, but. You know, and then if we had time, we can either we could try to go there. We can look at the see if it's even an option, and then um, otherwise we can go and you can ride um, Avatar: Flight of Passage. Oh yeah. So. Wait. Oh, I don't know why I'm s- sitting here thinking like we're going to like only like we only have the option to go to two parks. No, we have the option to go to all four. To all four, yeah. Which Magic Kingdom's open till eleven? So we are. You are. If you want to go there. Oh I'm no! I was just for some reason for some reason I was just thinking it was like a two park pass for some. No, I don't it's know a why. I know like our plan was to go to two parks, but to I was like, uh, for some reason thinking like it that was the only option. I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay, you don't have to agree. <laughs> that was re- definitely rhetorical. Well, and no. So I thought a joke. The park hopper gives you access to yeah, all four parks. All four. Yeah. I don't know why I'm. I'm just. I've just never used it to go to more than one or more than two parks in a day. Because usually we would do at least two days, sometimes three. Right. Um, because Magic Kingdom would be a day by itself, and then Epcot even would sometimes right. be a day by itself 
um because animal and hollywood are pretty slow or not slow small right um but i only picked those two as priority just because those have the the new things i mean right right you, obviously your favorite ride is at epcot the three caballeros as much as i don't get it it's still your favorite ride um <laughs> it's not then, my favorite ride in any park you know i ate at that restaurant oh really how was it it was good but it was hard okay it was good but it's like you go in there and you it has that smell right like the food smells so good but it is truly authentic like mexican food right and for someone who's not been exposed to that you know like my version of like eating mexican food is like chain restaurants right right um you know i mean there were some elements that were really good, but then a lot of it, I feel like, and even the waiter said, like, a lot of it is an acquired taste. Like, you kind of have to familiarize yourself with it. Um, So, like, there was one sauce that they were going to, I got, like, a pork chop, and it was really good, and it had this green sauce so that was really good. But then there was this mole sauce. Hmm. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't do, maybe they gave me a bad batch. But it was it was good, but it wasn't what i thought it was gonna be right that makes sense like you go in there thinking um, one thing. oh you mean the restaurant <laughs> yeah you i thought you were still talking about the mole sauce so you just went like <laughs> and then you're like oh no it was not good it was not good, good. Was not it good. the restaurant <laughs> was, like, was good no it besides wasn't good that, if you were going <laughs> they wanted to pour it all over my pork chop but then the guy told me you might not like it and i said okay so then he put it on the side and i said right. yeah you're right that fucking <laughs> you were right that shit was ass <laughs> i was like take this out of my face right now please. <laughs> like it was so bad but the rest of it was actually really good um i would go back um for sure just to kind of try it again and especially to get whatever that green sauce was it was delicious yeah um and the pork chop was really good too but anyway so yeah i did i ate there i uh i just like the uh i mean i'm I knew it would be like Mexican food, which I've had like authentic Mexican food. I well, I think it is like the the uh, there's a place near me mm-hmm. that does like what I think is authentic Mexican food, and it's they, what I've had from there was very good. But I just like the view of that like Aztec pyramid. Yeah. And like you can kind of see the stars and stuff like that. Oh, I just want to so eat cool. there. I want to eat there for that alone. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And it was it was worth it. Yeah. For the experience, like it was really nice. Um, the other place that we like one of these days, like when you come back, um, or we have more time, we need to go to Space Two Twenty. Have you that? heard of Space Two Twenty? Uh, I don't. Th- I feel like it rings a bell, but I don't know what it is. Okay, so it's a new restaurant that just opened like this past year, and it's in Epcot. Okay. You have to go in to like, so they give you a a pass, like a boarding pass, right? And then you get in an elevator. And you look down and you oh, see yeah. the ground and it takes you out of the state of Florida. It looks like you're leaving Florida right. and then you're in space. And yep. then you go out and you just look and you see these windows and you see stars. You see astronauts flying outside. Um, and it's just like this such this galaxy atmosphere. Oh, my God. Just for the aesthetic. Right. It's amazing. And then the food was really fucking good. Like, And the way they do it is you pay a flat rate. Mm-hmm. So for dinner is seventy nine dollars a person, but you get an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. Right. And then you have the option to add stuff on if you want. Lunch is sixty bucks, and you get an appetizer and an entree. So like for the price, you totally get enough food. Like we were so full, I couldn't even yeah. finish all of it. I mean, if I'm gonna go to a place like that, you know, it sounds like based on your description of it, like 
I'm going to be fine with spending the money for the experience. 100%. The experience alone is worth it. I played it safe and I got a burger and then I got calamari as my appetizer. Oof, I fucking love calamari. It was so I don't know when the, I don't even, good. I literally don't think I've had calamari in like 2 years. Oh, okay. Well, you should go. <laughs> I got to get um, some calamari. I love calamari. I fucking love calamari. I'm I'm It's not the tentacle. You know what? I'm, at. I'm in a bad mood. You know now. who has really good calamari over by you? Who? Scotch Plains Tavern. I've heard that they are generally good. Not yeah. I've heard anything about the, the uh um the calamari. I just I've heard that that place is very good. They are. The calamari is good. The uh, pot stickers are good. They had the strawberry salad, which made me fall in love with strawberry salad. So I give them credit for that. Um, oh, such good food there. I love that place. Next time I come up there, I'm definitely gonna go there. Yeah, um, I've never been. So good. Just kind of expensive, but the food's right. good. So I wouldn't complain about the price because you get the quality. I think, and they give you a good amount. Um, but definitely look up Space Two Twenty. Um, like on TikTok even, and yeah. people take videos of it all the time. It's just so cool. I'm pretty sure I've seen something of that because what you said about the elevator, like looking down and it's like a screen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely seen that somewhere. So unless there's another place like it, no, I it, uh, that's the beauty of it. There's nothing like it. Oh my god! So I just I was trying to see. Something I thought I had a like a meme or something like that that um something we were talking about was gonna play into, but and I, apparently I don't. But I did just pull up a screenshot. I was gonna tell you about this the other day, mm-hmm. and then I n- just never got around to it and I forgot. So, you know how we get like Facebook ads and shit for stuff that we talk about, yeah, or. Um, I, I, I have a great one, an example I haven't told this story on here. Um, this is like my biggest like tinfoil hat, like conspiracy theory, whatever type story. Okay. Not really conspiracy theory, but <clears throat> so it's about getting those like tailored ads for something like, you know, like you'll Google something and then you'll start getting ads for it. That's not so weird. But then you'll like talk about something you want to get with like a friend or something. And then you'll get ads for it because it's like Facebook is using your microphone to listen to you talk and it heard you talk about a product and right. then it's then it's giving you an ad. Like that's actually how it works. That um I had a really weird one happen to me a couple of years ago. I went to uh, a bookstore kind of mm-hmm. out of the way. Like I drove a ways to go there because I was looking for the books in the Witcher series. Um okay. Because I just what this was uh it was either like right at the end of 2019 or early 2020 because it was after I had watched the the show The Witcher on Netflix and then I decided I wanted to read the books. Uh, but that show was like f- like hugely popular, so you couldn't fucking find the books anywhere. Like they were out of stock of the entire series because it wasn't really that famous. Uh, well, it was famous because it was a book series and then they made video games based off of it. But it's not like there was like this like mad dash to read all the books, you know, until the show came around. So I drove up like way out to a a bookstore uh, on like a day off to see if Mm -hmm. they had it and they didn't. But when I was and then I just did like kind of a lap around the mall up there. And then when I was leaving, I was walking out of Barnes and Noble. Now, my phone was in my pocket. It's not like I was on it when I did what I did. My phone was in my pocket. uh, And, I mean, that's the only device I had on me. So, and I didn't say anything out loud. 
I go walking out towards like the doors to go back to my car, and then they had like a section where they had like new books. Yeah. And they had like new sci-fi, new fiction, whatever. I think it was in the sci-fi section. They had a Star Wars book, and it was face it was like stacked on the shelf, so the cover was facing out, so you could see it. And it caught my eye because it was it's you know it says Star Wars, and then the characters on the cover were uh, Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan Kenobi from the Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. uh, which was the first Star Wars movie in the uh, prequel series, but um. But it was like the it was the actual actors who played them in the movie, and it was the way they looked in that movie because that you know was the right. first movie in a series, you know, so they look different in later movies, and one of them's not even alive in later movies because he dies in the Phantom Menace. But anyway, uh, that's my favorite version of Obi Wan Kenobi, mm-hmm. is how he was in the Phantom Menace. So I was like, oh shit! I was like, what is this book? So I go over and I look at it. I gr- I pick it up, right? I open it up. I read the inside cover. I close it. I put it down. I leave. Right. I didn't say anything out loud. I didn't say anything. You just I didn't Google it. I didn't it. like write down a note to remind myself to, you know, look into this book later. Uh, nothing. I just went home and that was the end of it. I get home. I go on Facebook. The first ad that I saw was for that book. That's creepy. Isn't that fucking weird? Yeah, that's really creepy. So here's my tinfoil hat theory is that. They're working with, like, security footage at, you know, the stores you go into. And it's got facial recognition because mm-hmm. they definitely – this this area where they had these books is definitely on camera because it's right by the registers and the exit. Yeah. So I'm convinced because that's the only – how many books are there? I've never read a Star Wars book. So it's not like my phone knows that not I'm like into Star Wars books. Up before yeah. Or it's not like it's or... like, hey, he loves Star Wars books. Let's show him this one. Uh, you know, I don't even really talk about Star Wars, you know, and at the time I wasn't either because I was, I was literally sh- like shopping for a book series on The Witcher. And I get home and out of all of the books in the world, it shows me the one that I just had in my hand but never said anything about and left. Yeah, I 100% believe that that technology exists. Yeah. Um, well, and we already know that facial recognition exists. My phone does it, you know? <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I believe that they would be in touch with, like, security cameras. And, right. And, like, they follow. Like, They're all mean, working followed, together. <laughs> or that it's, like, it syncs up to your phone somehow um, without us knowing about it. Like, I really think that's in, like, the terms and conditions, like, that we're not reading. Yeah. Nobody has ever on the face of this planet read one of those. No, it's just, it's a lot. They write it so small. Now, right. if they could sum it up in some bullets, I'd read it. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, But so the whole point of that story, though, was that I had another really, really weird one happen to me on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, this past Saturday? Yeah. Uh, I agreed to work this this past Saturday. Uh, so I went in at six in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it's just a four hour shift. So it's like, you know, still basically a day off. Um, there are not as many people there on Saturday because it's an optional thing. They go around and ask like, Hey, are you going to work tomorrow? Hey, you're going to work tomorrow. And so there's not as many people in the parking lot. So I have not once since I've been working at this place, not once have I backed into my spot. I always pull into a spot. Okay. And, I've, and I park in one it, – sometimes someone else is parked there, but so I park in one of two spots every single day for the past year. 
Yeah. Right? I don't remember the last time I did back into a parking spot. Saturday morning, though, I decided I was going to park in a different spot so that when I left, I didn't have to back out and then, you know, pull forward again or whatever. So I could just pull out. So I backed into a spot, right? And I got there with like five minutes to spare. So I go on my phone and the first ad I see was like suggested for you by a post by some other um, like Facebook page. And it was this picture. I don't know if you'll be able to see this. So I might have to just read it to you, which I'm going to have to do anyway. But I see a a crazy looking woman. Yeah. So it's a woman with like a look like a judgmental like wide-eyed look on her face and she's holding up a piece of paper that says why do people back into parking spots oh shit one minute after i backed into a parking spot for the first time in over a year wow yeah no that's creepy isn't like what the fuck yeah i've never once seen a meme about people backing into parking spots and then i see one as an ad yeah, no. As I'm sitting in the car is. after I just backed in for the first time over a year at my own place of work. That's creepy. Yeah. You're being watched. I know, seriously. Like, that's too fast. The algorithm him, is getting too powerful. Can you, you know, throw this podcast out there? Yeah. Or more people or listen to it, share it. I don't care. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> if the algorithm can figure out, not the algorithm, the AI, I guess it would be. Oh, AI yeah. is probably powering ads now. Um, if the AI somehow knew that I just backed into a parking spot and then showed me an ad for backing into a, about backing into a parking spot, literally 30 seconds later, that that shit is acting fast. So yeah. that's creepy as hell. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't either. I was I literally like just kind of like sat there with my jaw dropped for like a solid minute. I was like what the fuck (laughs) yeah no i've only ever i've had that meme shared or not the meme but like people have said that to me like it wasn't that picture i can tell you right now it wasn't right i can't see it all the way i know it wasn't that it was something like sorry it was something like um people who back into spaces are just showing off or something like that right and the only reason that i know of that one is because my friend natasha (laughs) I was with when I first got my new car, it was a Honda Civic. So it was my second car and mm-hmm. we were still it was right after we graduated in high school, so like 2013ish. Um <laughs> um I was me and her were going out to eat and I drove us because I had the new car and I was excited. And I when I learned how to drive, my dad really taught me how to do the reverse parking, but not you know, regular parking. So I typically would reverse. Um, I wasn't comfortable parking the regular way. Um, I just felt like it was harder. It's the exact opposite of like most people's. Yeah. He just, he taught me how to do it and it made sense. Right. And when I pulled into spots to this day, I cannot park going left. I can only park if I'm going right. Like I suck at it. Yeah, no, I'd prefer to park like turning right into it, but uh, I mean I can do it. I mean every day when I get to work I do it. I'm really bad. At left. It. Like I have to do like a whole thirty-seven point turn. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I was gonna I backed into the space like I'd done a hundred other times. No big deal, right? No. Um, I hit a pole. Oh so, no. <laughs> and it was my new car, and I remember I just I cried. I feel like I remember that. Yeah, because I had that ugly-ass scratch on the back of it. Like, yeah. It was just, like, all fucked. Um, it didn't dent. Just scratched really bad because it was cement. It was the cement part of the pole that it hit. Right. 
Um, so I remember her saying like, while I was parking, she was like, she was like, oh, wow, you're just like showing off or whatever. She was joking. Uh, and then I was like, eh, no, this is how I park, man. And then, <laughs> and then I just fucking hit the pole and she's like, that's how you park. And I was like, oh. every time. Yep. <laughs> I was like, uh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And I like got out of the, um, got out of the car and then I looked, I was like, fuck, like, my dad's going to kill me. And I hid that shit for weeks. And then one day he was like, hey, what happened to your car? And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, there's a huge scratch on the back of it. And I was like, you're lying. And I actually got up and ran outside. I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, so this, this wasn't there before? I was like, no. I was like, but I mean, I don't, I have no idea when it could happen. I mean, I, I was like, how often do you check the back of your car? Like, it's so random. He's like, because it, it doesn't look like it was a car. And I was like, how, how would you even know? <laughs> I was like, it could be anything, right? Like, it could be a fucking beluga. We don't know. Like, and it was just like this whole thing. And he, I think he fucking knew, honestly. Because I, I was just like, I do this thing where when I lie. Like, my parents, they know me too well. So, like, if they suspect that I'm lying, all they have to do is just stare at me. <laughs> Yeah, I get so uncomfortable just from being looked at and I just start to laugh. And it was it's like ever since I was a kid, like me and my dad would get into a fight and he would just be looking at me like so angry and then I would just start laughing and it would piss him off even more. Like, what's so funny? And I'm like, honestly, nothing. I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm gonna get so much trouble because I can't control my fucking like smirk. Um, and it was a whole thing, but yeah, that's the only reason why I've seen that meme because Natasha sends it to me every time it comes across her uh, newsfeed right. because <laughs> that day really uh, sits with us. But I did the same thing uh, parking at Mohegan Sun once. I fucking went up to the fifth floor because I liked um, how there's a lot of spaces. Right. And um, I just drove right into the wall. Front front park. That's yeah. one of my like worst fears is that I'm gonna like I don't know fuck up and and like accelerate through the cement oh no i i hit it i tapped it but it was right. like enough of a shock that i was like Fuck. right and then um it wasn't my car so i just fucking there was no there was no mark i was like all right i'm 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 out of it <laughs> we're good it, it was my mom's car so uh to this day she doesn't know and she again does not listen to this podcast <laughs> so she will never know uh <laughs> until the day she decides to support me and then i'm gonna get in trouble um, but it was years ago. She doesn't even have that car anymore. And by uh, then, it's gonna be like it was a few years ago that this is instant incident incident. Jesus Christ, incident. this incident <laughs> happened. And when she actually hears this, it's gonna be a few years since you told this story on the podcast, and she's, she's finally gonna, gonna, gonna get around to listening to it. So it's gonna car. have been twice as long since the actual event in question happened. <laughs> exactly. And then it's like at that point, she can't really get mad at me. Um, yeah, statute of limitations has passed. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Then what was the other? Th oh, <laughs> one time I was with. I have a lot of car stories. Um, one time I was with my boyfriend and we went to Wendy's, mm -hmm. and it was like a late night trip, and um, we were we were really really tired, you know, like just trying to get food and go home and. Right. It was just one of those days, you know, like we, we were hungry. So we go to Wendy's and when I tell you, we were sitting at the window and then all of a sudden 
my car gets hit. And oh my it was God. the least. It was the least. No. I was like, what just happened? I'm so out of it. I'm exhausted. I was like, what just happened? And we like look behind us and we just see the car. And I'm like, did they just hit us? <laughs> so I get out of the car and I'm like, you wait right there. I'm going to look at the car. Don't fucking move. And meanwhile, like, may I take your order? He's like, oh, hold on. Someone just hit us. so i get out of the car and i just see this dude holding a steering wheel just staring blankly and i'm thinking this dude stroked out right so i'm like i look there's no damage on the car that i can see at the time it's like two in the morning um or like one in the morning whatever and i go up to the guy and i'm like hey he's like hey (laughs) (laughs) like sup (laughs) i'm like you good (laughs) he's like yeah, I'm. I might have tapped your car. I was like, yeah. Yeah, you did. I know why Felt I'm it. here. I wasn't just coming up here to start a conversation for fun. He's, he he didn't infer that your presence mean he did in fact tap your car. He's like, it, I might have. I like might have tapped your car. Like, he was yeah, just doing that's a good why I got deed. out of the car. Right, you like see how we're at a drive-through right now, and you're supposed to remain in your vehicle. I've taken myself out of the vehicle because you made me do that. Because <laughs> I am concerned. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, and I was like, yeah, you did. <laughs> he's like, sorry about that. I'm like, <laughs> by now I'm freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk to this guy anymore. <laughs> he's not all there. <laughs> he's fucking high. He's drunk. I don't know. I was like, you know what? It's your lucky day that I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm going to leave now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for this gift. So I get back <laughs> in the car. Meanwhile, my boyfriend ordered food. And he does this thing where he orders, like, all kinds of stuff. Okay? Like, the order was, like, 30 bucks between the two of us. It was, right. it was, it was pricey. So we get up to the window. <laughs> and they're like, did that guy just hit your car? And we're like, yeah, but he's like, he's fucking out of it. Like we're we're talking. He's like, well, he said he's gonna pay for your order. So my boyfriend was like, Can, should we get frosties? <laughs> and I was like, no, <laughs> no, we should not. So we literally, um, the guy, I guess the guy like said it. Like when he pulled up to the window, he's like, I just hit their car. And they're like, oh yeah. Can we take your order? He's like, should I pay for their food? <laughs> they're like, if you want. He's like, I'm going to do it. And then my boyfriend was like, let's get Frosties. And I'm like, no. He wanted to, like, increase the order. Yeah. Like, I was like, this can you guys give me, like, a one of everything you got? <laughs> I know. I was like, you are not going to be that asshole. That shit was expensive as it was. And honestly, it was the least he could do. But right. when I tell you, it was such a terrifying experience because you get out of the car and you expect someone to be like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking sorry. But the dude's just standing. He's just sitting there. Just and sitting I'm there. like, hey, man, yeah. you good? And he's just like, <laughs> I might have tapped your car. Like, you did. That is my reason for being here. And then just the way he said sorry, like he like he was like staring like straight ahead. But then he like looked at me. He's like, yeah. Sorry about that. I'm like, <laughs> you're good. Uh, honestly, I just I decided I don't care. It's a least <laughs> this is coming out of my pocket, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> um, 
yeah, that happened. And then I remember after that, that lease, that now for anyone who doesn't know what a lease, like how it works for a car, you don't own that shit. You are limited in every <laughs> aspect. You cannot change anything. You cannot go over a certain number of miles. You get charged per mile, like like 30 cents to the mile every time you go over your limit for the three years. Yeah. Um, scratches, hell no. Uh, dents, <laughs> you're funny. And, you know, the inside has to be, like, pristine. Now, I, I like, literally took that as, like, opposite. Like, I was just like, I'm going to change <laughs> out the stereo. I'm going to drive 30,000 miles in the first year. I'm going to do all kinds of shit to this car. Um, one of the things I did with that car, besides getting hit in the drive-thru, um, was take taking my sister and teaching her how to drive. <laughs> I, I know thought, where this went. And I thought it would be fun if we went through a car wash. <laughs> I was like, I need to wash my car. Um, <laughs> she took the turn a little too wide and wasn't going to make it. So she had to do a K-turn, <laughs> which <laughs> consists of backing up and then turning the wheel to go the other way. Um, all of a sudden, sitting in the passenger seat, minding my own business, I feel that jolt that I know all too well. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? There's no other car. What did you hit? So I, she pulls forward and I look and I'm like, a fucking snowplow. She <laughs> hit a snowplow. So I get out and I'm looking at the bumper. And I'm like, great. There's no damage. Great job. If you were going to hit something, I guess I should be thankful that it was a snowplow. Right? Wrong. She hit the very corner of the <laughs> fucking shovel and punched a hole in my trunk. <laughs> People asked me all the time if I got shot at. Yeah. It looks like a literal bullet hole. When uh, So that's how I knew where, where that story was going. When I went with you, that when I ended up actually buying my car. Oh, yeah. And I was <laughs> I went I with. Yeah, I went with you. So you could attempt to get out of your lease and get a different car that wouldn't be a lease. And instead, I bought a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when I got there, uh, the guy who was helping you was looking at your car. And I pulled up in mine and I get out and I start to walk in. And I don't know how this this fucking wizard knew who I was. But he literally goes, are you the uncle? And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, yes, <laughs> I'm a uncle. Like, <laughs> Like, that's just such a weird thing to hear from a stranger, you know? Because <laughs> I told him, I remember, because I made the appointment for myself, and when I went in there, I said, my uncle's going to come by, too, and he's going to see about trading in his car. Right. And I was like, but he's not in a situation like me. And then I said that he, I said you had um, an, an Xterra, and oh, okay. I think so he, he saw He knew what car. to look for then. Yeah. I'm glad you said that, because that's still, that's puzzled me for oh, years. No, I told, I told him. Thought, it's not like I'm the only other person who walked in. They had people coming and going all day that we were there. <laughs> and just someone <laughs> walks in, yeah. like, you're the uncle, aren't you? And I'm like, oh. no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I um, told him. <laughs> I was like, he's going to be here any minute. Yeah. And he uh, went out there and looked at it. And I remember I had a um a sticker, or not a sticker, a magnet that I took off my mom's car. Mm -hmm. And I attempted to put it over the hole to which it fell off because <laughs> <laughs> it was dented. Right. And there was nothing for it to stick to. So when uh when I was walking up after he said you, you are you the uncle and I was like yeah. <laughs> he was like uh yeah, he's like your niece is uh 
cars have seen better days here. And I was like, yeah, it's had a rough go. And he's like, it's got a bullet hole in the back. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know there was a hole in the back. So when he's, I'm like, she got shot at. <laughs> like, no, that was when I was trying to give up on it. I was trying to abandon that shit so fast. I was like, it's not, it's not pure anymore. I have no interest in it anymore. It's used. It's, it's just, it's trash. <laughs> yeah, no, he came in and the first thing he said to me is like, got a lot of marks on that car. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, when, because I, I was yeah. with you by that point, he sits down. And he, I remember him asking you. He's like, uh, so is that a bullet hole in the trunk? And you're like, no, my sister hit a snowplow. <laughs> And then he was trying to give me advice on how, like, my parents should pay for it. <laughs> and I was like, I can't afford to fix it. And he's like, um, well, that's what insurance is for. And, I mean, maybe if your sister did it, you can ask your parents for help. And I was like, mm, nope, not going to happen because <laughs> it's going to be my fault automatically as a responsible driver, right? <laughs> Wrong. I disagree with that to this day. Um, But the great news is I got rid of the car. And yeah. I ended up getting a way more expensive car payment that crippled me financially until i finally decided to move on <laughs> so now here i am i still think it's funny i didn't know that you had told them that i was you know in the potentially yes. in the market to trade in my car um i didn't because want the I, guy to just kick me out i was like all right listen i don't want to look like an idiot i right. needed another reason to be there because i knew it was a long shot but it was right. like one of those things where they tell you what you want to hear to get you in the door right right and at that point, his only option for me was repossession, which was not an option because my dad was on the loan. Right. So I needed another reason to be there. So I said, well, my uncle's coming too. I just figured I would check this in the process. It was just my way of like saving face. Honestly. Right, right. And and really, like when I was going there, I wasn't planning on buying a car. I had just paid mine off and I was looking to like get some information for, you know, the next time I did buy a car. But then yeah. I left with a different car than I arrived there with. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was pretty cool. I think it actually worked to my favor that he he spent probably about an hour and a half to two hours uh, working with you in your situation trying to figure out if, like, there was a, you know, basically a way out of it to, you know, accomplish the goal. Mm-hmm. And when it became clear that, that was not going to happen uh, that day, I feel like he'd invested so much time already that he was like i'm selling a car to one of these yeah. people <laughs> i think that's what it was he's like he no was matter like, what i have to do because I, I felt like i, I you know. make it happen yeah <laughs> yeah that's a fun at the time history. that i bought the car i did not feel like i had like the uh, credit credentials <laughs> to buy a car yeah, and i feel yes, like they were know. like no we'll find a way to make this fucking work <laughs> like, and they did and you still have that car and that's yeah, great I yeah i love my car Shout out to um, Toyota of Colchester, yeah. Connecticut. Um, great job with Jesse, but yeah, the fuck. The guy we dealt with too, he was really cool. He was very nice. He was. Yeah. I will give him credit. He was very nice. He was and very like, respectful. A, a, I feel like a lot of people with the situation that you walked in there with, a lot of people could have just tried to take advantage of your situation and could have really screwed you over. And he was like, he told you straight up, he's like, I'm done with this for the day. He's like, you need to go home and figure out with like people in your support group what the best move for you is. And yeah. if you decide that that involves, you know, coming back here, then I'd be happy to help you. But I'm, he's like, I'm not doing this today because you need to, this is a decision you need to give some thought. Do you know how many people would have lied to me and convinced me that repossessing that, that car move. wouldn't yeah. have um, affected my dad? Yeah. And they would not, they would have let me. They probably would have let me do it without him being there, even though he was the co-signer at the time. Right. And because he didn't even need to be there when I got my car. 
when I traded it in on the lease. So yeah. they would have let me do it. They would have let me repossess the car and put me in a new car and a new loan. And they would have let me destroy my dad's credit just to get a commission. So yep. I have a genuine appreciation for that salesman that he was willing to see my situation and take it seriously right. and give me the respect to be honest with me and tell me like, you can do this, but there are consequences. Right. And, and you need to think about it first. So. Right. You need to make sure that it's the absolute right decision. He said, if you're not totally backed into a corner and it's just kind of a shitty situation, deal with it um, and wait until you're in a better spot. Right. And you know what? He was right. At the end of the day, he was right. So I appreciate you, sir. I don't remember your name, um, but I do. I think it was it. Shannon. It was. His name was Shannon. You're right. It was. That's how good he was. That I remember. Do you know what I remember from that day? Two and a half years later. Almost three years later. It Do no. Yeah, almost three years later. Oh my god. What is time, dude? What like? <laughs> time is money. That's what time is. Um, <laughs> he that, had that, that fucking spilled coffee thing. Was it? What's that? On his desk. Yeah. He had that spilled coffee thing behind yeah, the yeah, monitor. Yeah, like a fake spilled Dunkin' coffee. I thought it was real. Yeah. I remember. And I was like, acting like I couldn't like, see it. I was like, I'm not cleaning that up because it looks weird. It looks like sweet and sour sauce. And I was like, I'm not touching that. I don't know what, the, how long that's been there, but this guy obviously is very messy. But then, like, <laughs> I think he he moved it, like it nudged, yeah, yeah. and I was like, and you were like, oh. what? <laughs> I was like, dude, I was over here thinking you were a whole slob. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um. Uh, that was about a month before COVID started. Damn. Okay. It was so well. I mean, technically, it was down. after because COVID obviously started at the end of 2019. Mm-hmm. You know, it just wasn't over here yet. It, it was, like but it was starting. It, it was getting bad in China already. It was coming for us. Right. But that was just. Uh, it was like late. I think it was like January like 22nd. So it was yeah. about a month and a few days, a couple weeks tops. From when they announced in America that it was a uh, pandemic on March 11th. Oh, shit. And I bought that car January 22nd. So it was about a month and a couple of weeks, give or take. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) COVID's been going on for three years already. Yeah, I'm kind of over it at this point. Yeah. I was thinking about that um, the other day, like, when, like the whole thing started right before like or not right before like right after they announced it was a pandemic i watched the movie um contagion uh-huh. which was a big mistake i don't know if you've ever seen that movie i've seen clips i've never seen the full movie. yeah if you watched that movie uh like the day after they decided we were in a pandemic let me tell you what you know <laughs> that was uh that was not a fun watch in the the start of a pandemic where my understanding was this is going to devolve uh so quickly and the world is going to end from this virus right because we didn't know anything about it at that time it was very scary and it was terrifying i think covid if anything has kind of taught us to be cleaner like yeah I feel like before I would go and I'd be like in a public restroom and people just like they wouldn't wash their hands. Like it was just it was whatever. Like people just right. didn't do it. Like you'd see it and you kind of be like, Ugh, but like you would be like a lot of people do it and you would touch the door handles and you would like, you know, not dispense the paper towels first, whatever. But then like COVID happened and everybody was like, what the fuck? You didn't wash your hands. You're a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> Kill everybody. 
like it was attempted murder if you didn't wash your hands in a public bathroom. Um, and then the masks and the social distancing. And I got really used to that. Like I really liked, especially working in retail, um, when I would have customers get in my face, right. I loved that I had to have a barrier. Um, and I also just loved having my face covered because if I was making any particular face or I was right. frustrated, <laughs> I felt shielded and I felt protected. Yeah. Um, you know, and then just staying alive was just a bonus. Um, <laughs> it, it was it was great for anyone who works in retail. I think they all we all kind of felt the same way. Like as much as the masks sucked, we appreciated the privacy that it gave us right. in those tense situations. I um, uh, I yeah. liked wearing the masks at work. Um, because well, so that was even uh worse at the beginning too. Because I worked in a at Stop and Shop. Yeah. So like, and they when, never like the rest of the re- when the rest of the retail world shut down, I was still out there because right. we were a grocery store and it was an essential business. I got laid business. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I came back for like, oh, well, so, okay. I didn't get laid off. I was offered, do you want this two weeks off or do you want to like come to work? And I was like, you know, if it's, if it's being offered to me, I work two jobs. I'll just pick up money at the commission job. So I took the two weeks off and mm-hmm. then I came back for a day and I got the call after work that day. Hey, so we have to lay some people up. You still work here, but we'll let you know when you can come back. And I was like, fuck. So oh my God. I was so upset. I was out of work for a decent amount of time because after that I was like, okay, it's fine. I'm just going to work it. I'm going to work at wind supply. I'm going to make it up there. And right. then they called me and they're like, Hey, we got to lay you off. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, why is everybody, why am I so disposable? <laughs> uh, why am I not essential? Um, and the problem was is that I just dropped down to part time at my other job because of wind supply, so I'm just pissed at myself for all of my life decisions at this point. Right. Um, I was like, damn, I chose the worst time. I was <laughs> I was a member of leadership in the previous role before I stepped down to go back to wind supply. I would have had my job the whole time. I would have been protected in that sense. No, I decided to go back to a part time situation where I was easily just cut just out the door yeah yeah and yeah i had a very different experience working during covid uh because i was a hero apparently like we were like fucking rock star don't give me that (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying i was a hero. i'm saying i went to work every day for like three weeks straight and Mm -hmm. had people thanking me all day they're like thank you thank you for what thank you for doing this i'm like I worked one shift. I'm like shift. putting an apple on the shelf. They're like, thank you for what you do. I'm like, you got it. <laughs> like, I worked one shift in the midst of it. And then I came back at, afterwards and people right. would thank me. Can I tell you my favorite part about the <laughs> when it was at its worst, mm-hmm. when we were wearing the masks everywhere. Um, my favorite part was getting to tell a customer I wouldn't help them until they put a mask on. Yeah. Because <laughs> we would have those customers that would slip through without right. it or they would take it off um and i would just say i'm can you put on a mask and they'd be like no i'm exempt and i'm like i'm i don't care um <laughs> I'm, then i'm exempt from helping you so right. i would be like you can either put on a mask or you can wait until there's someone who's willing to risk their life to sell you your little cable i'm not doing it right. <laughs> and when i tell you i just got this sense of power <laughs> <laughs> and it really got to our heads like we what i swear to god I felt as though I would watch that door and I would just wait for someone to come <laughs> in without one just so that I could bitch about it and then hope 
that they came to me for help. Right. So that I could be like, no. Nope. <laughs> and it was like, it really gave retail employees, and it's not just the company I worked for, but so many other companies. It gave them so much power to be like, you know what? I'm not going to help you. Yeah. At Wind Supply, we locked the door. Like, you couldn't come in. And I had <laughs> to let you in. And you were limited, limited time, appointment only. I knew what my day was going to be before it happened. It was so organized. It was so simple. I watched so much Hell's Kitchen at my desk because there were no <laughs> surprises coming. I knew when someone was going to walk at that door. And right. if they didn't have an appointment, I'd be like, mm-mm, 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 sorry, sorry, capped for the day. Um, but, you know, it's <laughs> I liked the masks. I didn't mind them. I think they did their job. And the people who complained about them were just people who don't they they didn't they just wanted to prove a point i really think it was just too much of a debate it turned into a political thing Mm -hmm. um when it was really just about you know i mean you might walk next to somebody who is super susceptible to the virus and they need you to kind of like block off your germs and people are like i don't need the mask i'm fine and i'm like okay but maybe maybe susan in the wheelchair with the (laughs) you know she's 97 years old she might she might need it she might need you to wear it um but you know, I liked wearing them because uh, I bought uh, Julian Edelman from the Patriots um, has like a little like you know shop where he has merch and stuff, mm-hmm. and so he released this line of stuff. I'm actually wearing one of the things I bought is a pair of like joggers, uh, with his like initials. His his like brand is JE11 Julian Edelman. 11 which was his number when he played um it's got it embroidered on like the hip uh and i also bought this neck gaiter mask and a hat i think yeah but uh the neck gaiter mask when i would wear it it was you know more comfortable because i found a lot of times like the the wearing the mask if it was the one that wrapped around my head by the end of the day i'd have a headache from having like the rubber band on my head if i wore the ones on my ears after like you know again an eight hour day of wearing it my ears would be all chafed to hell Try doing that with glasses. Oh, yeah. Torture. Yeah, because then you're getting, you know, chafed and your glasses are fogging up and shit. So uh, the neck gaiter was great because it was, you know, like stretchy. So it it didn't put so much pressure on my head that it would give me a headache after wearing it for too long. And it didn't chafe my ears. But I found that I don't know if it's just the shape of my head or what, but it would fall. It it would keep falling down, you know, because in order to get it to stay, you know, tight around my face. Uh, so where I didn't feel like it was going to fall off, I'd have to pull it up like around the back of my head. So it actually right. kind of tight, but then it would just slide down and the whole mask would fall off. So I found that I, ha- if I tucked it, the back of it under my hat that I had to wear, uh, for work, um, it would hold it up. But then yeah, I realized just your eyes were showing. It was really weird. Yeah. It, I saw you, you like even, that. Yeah. You couldn't even see my neck because the, my, it basically here down be covered and also my ears would be covered. So around the start of the pandemic, I realized, guess who gets to listen to music all day at work every day now? So and I the best it, part of that, not only that you get to listen to music, can't get but caught. That if the AirPod fell out, it would just be in the yeah, mask. it'd be trapped in the neck in the neck gator. But also, and I could not possibly get caught because no one's gonna come up to me and be like, hey, would you take your mask off for a minute? It's exactly. just not gonna no, happen. <laughs> nobody wanted you to take your mask. Nobody. off. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, it's true. So I kept one earbud in for the next two years that I worked at the company. <laughs> nice. Every single day. And it was fantastic. I listened to podcasts. I listened to music. It was awesome. 
And then, yeah. and I was like, I don't care if they tell us we can take the masks off. I'm never not wearing this thing again. <laughs> <laughs> COVID and, could get cured. They could do, they could achieve some like scientific miracle where they reverse engineer something and infect a COVID virus with their own virus and then multiply that. So COVID becomes a good thing that makes humans like super healthy. And I'd still wear the fucking mask. So I could listen to my ear. All day. I'm not getting it. Um, <laughs> but no, now, I mean, now I'm allowed to listen to your earbuds. So I don't have to hide it. <laughs> a lot of people still wear them. I don't blame them. I mean, it's just, you get used to it. And I think that it's really just, kind of a way of life now right. it's something that's just less weird people always wore masks right it's just less weird because of covid now mm-hmm. like if you see someone, see someone wearing a mask you're just like oh yeah they're just being cautious whatever right but four years ago if you saw someone wearing a mask you'd be like what the fuck is wrong with them? yeah like, they yeah have? exactly um the, the thing that i think is weird is like how used to seeing people with masks on we got and now how weird it is to see someone wearing one still yeah, it, I don't have it anything against weird. like you know wearing a mask now. Like if I went somewhere and they're like, "Hey, we have a mask policy," I'd be like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, "Yeah, uh, do you have one?" So I could put one on. Like I'll wear yeah. one. <laughs> like I don't just carry one around anymore. But I'm no vaccinated. one really stops you. So. Most companies have lifted that. Yeah. Except they say like if you're not vaccinated, but some people just wear it out of just pure protection. Like it's yeah, and I have no problem with like do whatever easily. you want. If you want to wear a mask, I don't fucking care. Do it. Like if you want me to wear a mask, I'll fucking do that too, but you better have one to give me. A clean one. Yeah. <laughs> we like, used to at the store I worked at, we would bag them. Like yeah. you would um, have someone put on gloves and then put them in like little individual baggies. Mm-hmm. But then in the other store that I worked in for the same company, they would just kind of just hand them out and I was like that's really weird. Yeah. I'm like we should we should bag those. Like, why are we just handing them? Like, I wouldn't <laughs> want a mask that someone touched. Right. I'd be like, mm. Yeah, it was just. I actually probably wouldn't have thought anything of it, but now that you make that point, I'd be like, yeah. So the only I feel reason like I thought of it. just kind of negated this point, the point of this. <laughs> exactly. The only reason I thought of it was because I was used to the bags and I saw they were just handing them out. And I'm like, what the? Fuck? Right. <laughs> like, what are you doing? But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. I will say the, uh, the whole thing where, you know, as a grocery store worker, I was getting thanked multiple times a day every day was a nice contrast because this happened right around Easter. You know, that's when mm-hmm. when COVID really blew up was right at the, you know, basically start of the Easter holiday. The previous Easter, uh, Stop and Shop was on strike. Much different story in how the public was viewing us and speaking to us then. Yeah. 2020, they're like, thank you for what you do. You're a hero. In 2019, they're like, hey, fuck you. Why don't you get a real job? You fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> and we're like, we're just standing, and we're just standing like, hi, we're asking you not to stop here because we're actually just trying to keep our, our the rights that we have. We actually don't want anything more. And they're like, fuck off. And we're like, okay, uh, that's great. Um, <laughs> my, yeah, my dad. That's actually not how it was. The first day of the strike was. People were like all for it, right? Oh, uh, it was something else. So here's what happened with that strike. I assume that it happened at some on varying levels of this at all stores because I just I just have to think it would. You've got people that work in a company at Stop and Shop who were really mm-hmm. stressed out because it's a union company and it got the negotiations for the new contract got so bad that we had to go on strike. So obviously like things are not good like people who have, you know, invested their lives at this company or whatever, like, or this is their career, or it's just, this is their job and they need this job, whatever. We go on strike. We don't know that the strike will be resolved. There were a lot of rumors going around, uh, before the strike 
and during the strike that the company was going to push the union to go on strike. And there was a stipulation where if they stay, if, if stop and shop closed every single one of its stores for three months, the contract is dissolved. Yeah. Yeah. So there were rumors before the strike that that's what they were doing, that they were going to push us to strike. And then they were just going to eat the loss for three months so they can reopen without a union and, and have non-union employees. And then we do go on strike. So then people are really freaking out because they're like, oh, my God. Like, because it was never supposed to get to that point. You know, the strike is there yeah. as like our last. Because well, at that point, it's like, fine. But you, either way, you don't have a job. You can reapply. Right. And you get no benefits. So they were just trying to, like, kind of back you in a corner. Like, just take right. what you can get, which is kind of genius. Yeah. But then Stop and Shop miss. They, they really underestimated how much the public was going to get on board with the employees. Yeah, I think they thought customers would say, I don't give a shit about the people who work here because Stop and Shop doesn't give a shit about the people who work there. So, like, why we don't give a shit about these people and they do something for us. Why would the public care? But then the public was like, oh, yeah, fuck this company. I'll go to shop right then for the most part. I mean, there were people who were like, I'm going in here no matter what. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to lie to you. I I still shop. Um, (laughs) It's just my dad worked there. Okay, I I know. I'm so sorry. Um, You know. (laughs) I didn't like the strike. I thought I was like, you know, be grateful you have a job. Um, <laughs> I was also I was in a very aggressive state at that point because my ex-boyfriend was living with me and right. he had just gotten a job at Stop and Shop. And then they went on strike like the next fucking day. What are the odds? He didn't even show up to the fucking strike to get his like hundred dollars a week or whatever. Right. And I was just like, you can't do anything. <laughs> I was so mad at Stop and Shop because I was so happy for him to get out of the house. And he, I was pissed. I was like, I was like, these people, you just suck it up and go back to work, take whatever fucking benefits you want. <laughs> I was like, whatever they're offering, you just fucking take it. <laughs> and at one point, I was like, I hope they close. The and store. we were I like, they they're actually not off. offering us anything. They're trying to take quite a few things away. And as a matter of fact, <laughs> I was like, I hope they take. Everything. I'm so angry. <laughs> and I'm sitting over here like, thanks, Megan. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. And it, like, I look like such a dick about it later. But like in my head, it was really anti-him. But then <laughs> I went into one of the stores, um, the one in Montville, and they're like, um, are you here using the bank? And I was like, sure. <laughs> and then I like, I was like, no. And then I went in there um, and I shopped because I was like, it was the closest store, and I was mad, and I was very spiteful. I mean, we can attest to my anger at one point in life. Right. Um, <laughs> um, I just remember I went to visit my dad at work, and he worked at the one in Manchester at that time. He had to, they had to force the employees like to the the street, like they wouldn't, they weren't allowed in front of the store. Right. Um, there was a lot of, uh, a lot, a lot of violence because the one in Manchester isn't in the best area. And so they were like, it was so strictly, like they weren't allowed in front of the store. So like you, you could really, you could go in that store quite peacefully. And I right. think what a lot of people hated about it was obviously the way the stop and shop is set up. The managers can't be on a register. So it was all self checkout and it was a mess. Um, they were hiring people at $25 an hour yeah. to pick up the slack. Um, so you just have these random people off the street who were just like, hell yeah. <laughs> like they just came in, they were hiring on the spot. And I remember going in there, um, and the self-checkout line was like ridiculously long. And it was just, it was people that didn't even know how to do it. Right. 
So it was just, it was a mess. And all it was was just, it was a waiting game to see who was going to cave first at that point. Right. Like, it's Stop and Shop really prepared to go through with this huge change and fire all these employees and then remodel all the stores and go through that huge expense and that huge time gap. And the answer was no. It was just easier to give in. Yeah. Well, um, one thing just to wrap up my point, uh, what I was saying before I sidetracked myself, was that um, you've got people who have been working at Stop and Shop at, when we went on strike for many years. I was eight years in at that point. Um, you know, there were obviously a lot of people who were in for more time. And all those people have been taking shit from customers for all of those years. And then all of a sudden you tell them, go outside and don't let people come in. <laughs> and you don't work here anymore. And everybody was like, there's no fucking rules. <laughs> and yeah, right. it got nasty. It multiple did. times because um, you've got an in entire store of employees. With their car. What? Someone in East Hampton hit a customer with their fucking car. Oh my god! They were pissed and they like they tapped the they, they hit her and it was it should have never gotten to that point. Right. Because some people like there were certain things like the the at the time the food brand that we fed our dogs was only available at Stop and Shop. Right. And you know, it was one of those things where you don't you understand that there's something going on. And I think that there's two sides to every issue. Like I can sympathize with you that you are out here protesting for your rights. And I appreciate that. But I also want my dog to live. And in order to do that, I need to feed my dog. And I don't feel like giving my dog something that's going to make him sick. Right. Um, because dogs are very sensitive. So there, there were special circumstances, but I also know that people are assholes, and I know that other customers would probably be like, yeah, fuck off, <laughs> like, go get a job. <laughs> like, I just, that's that's the world we live in. That's Connecticut for you, too. The people are vicious. Yeah. Um, but some some things, they, they, went, they went too far. Uh, um, <laughs> what I was going to say to what you were saying uh, about Stop and Shop finally caving is I thought when we went back, because I was an assistant manager, so I had access to numbers. Mm-hmm. And we were all like all me and the other, all the other managers. We were all very certain that they were probably going to hide those numbers from us. Yeah. And they didn't like, you know, like in my weekly reports where it shows like how much money we did in sales and stuff like that. And compared to like the previous year uh, and compared to like the projection and stuff, I figured they would probably hide those numbers so we wouldn't see how just how bad, you know, they got gouged. They didn't hide shit. It was Easter weekend, and I got to see the numbers of what the sales we actually did were, what we were supposed to do if there wasn't a strike, and what we did for, like, the previous Easter. And I worked in the the, uh, busiest produce department in the district. Mm -hmm. And we lost a lot of money. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know. In just that one store. And there were 16 stores in that district, and I don't even know how many in the whole company. So they lost a lot of money on that strike. Well, yeah, especially and plus the then timing. all the stuff they it's like it's that's just lost profits like, you know, sales and stuff that doesn't even account for like the loss, uh, like the tremendous amount of uh, like uh, perishable foods that got thrown out on that. Right. Yeah. It was 11 days of nothing being taken care of. Yeah. Everything so my was bad. My friend was there the day it happened. And I remember <laughs> she called me. And she was like, I'm at Stop and Shop. And she's like, it's really, like, quiet in here. And then she was buying strawberries, and she was buying, like, her lunch before she went to work. She didn't know what was going on. She right. walked in, and it was the day it happened. She walked in, and she was like, they were, like, um, asking her, what it, you know, if she was going in there. She's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm going in. Like, I don't know. She wasn't listening. 
Um, it's what she does. And <laughs> she starts, she like goes and she's like trying to like ring out and the manager comes. And he's like, you need to leave. And she's like, <laughs> why? She's like, I didn't do anything. He's like, no, there's a strike. You, we don't, we, you gotta go. And she's like, can I buy my strawberry? <laughs> he let her. He let her check out, and then he escorted her out because obviously when it happened, they needed to come up with like a plan. Right. Um. And they. Yeah, they I think most stores the closed building. entirely for like a couple hours while the company figured out what the fuck to do next. My because dad had like, to work like three days straight. Yeah, the company didn't actually expect the union to to pull the trigger and go on strike. They thought it was a bluff, and then they actually did it, and the company was like, "Oh fuck," because they had no contingency plan in place for if a strike did happen. They had to come up with it on the fly because they genuinely didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah, I'm massive I'm, oversight by whoever was in charge of the uh, the the strategy. It's tough. I'm kind of anti-union in some in some ways. Right. Not fully. I'm not a fan. Um, only because of the types of people that I've worked with and the downside the, of the union is everybody gets protected. That's what I hate about and it. And there are and some I, people who are fucking terrible that should be fired immediately. Exactly. Or some people who do shit that's like fireable, like sexual harassment, and the union still gives them their job. Exactly. And I've seen people when I worked in East Hampton and I was a um, CDH, I um, <laughs> I forget this. This lady, her name was her name was Catherine, and I'm gonna say it because I know she's not gonna listen to this. Um, her name was Catherine and she was <laughs> ringing out a customer during COVID. Um, and then the customer was bitching stop and shop at that point. Wasn't enforcing masks right. to the, to the benefit of anybody who worked there. It was the benefit of the customer. So you can ask them to put a mask on, but they did not have to. And they made it very clear. So this guy was like bragging. Um, or this woman, it was a woman. She was bragging about how she she's like medically exempt, but she did not realize that the person she's speaking to has serious medical conditions and was still wearing a mask. One of them right. being, is it COPD that is like, I think so, yeah, with your breathing. Uh-huh. So she could, t- I mean, if there was, I think the medical exemption thing was a myth, to be completely honest with you. Um, but so she she's wearing a mask. She has all these conditions. This lady's bragging about how she has like ABC and she's not wearing a mask because of that. And I remember hearing about this because I got called in when she was put on suspension. Um, she said, um, no, that's not why you're wearing a mask. You're not wearing a mask because you're an asshole. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and the other CDH heard and he was just like. <laughs> and the lady started crying. Oh, my God. So she goes over to customer service and she bitches. Was she wrong? No, the lady was a fucking asshole. Right. <laughs> and that was your the manager, Dave, his first day in wow. East Hampton. That was his <laughs> first day. I come in for my 5 p.m. shift. He's like, hey, Megan, nice to meet you. Your dad's a great guy. Uh, come with me. <laughs> I know the guy, the manager you're talking about. Yeah, he's, he's one of my nice favorite guy. people I ever worked with. Okay, nice guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, really like over, guy. like really, really nice, like kind of tall, bigger guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like salt and pepper, gray hair. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. know his last name. I just didn't say. Yeah, it. yeah. I'm just not gonna say. You know. Yeah. On the on the podcast, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's an awesome guy. I love that guy. He's so nice. And this was my first interaction. He's like, you know, nice to meet you. Like, super nice, whatever. And he's like, so, um, I hate that this is the first thing I have to do here. I was like, <laughs> what happened? I didn't know that this happened yet. He told me what happened, and I was like, oh wow. I said, yeah, that's that's Catherine. I was like, but is she wrong? 
like, <laughs> he's like, is she, does she do this? And I'm like, no. I was like, she, she is very like matter of fact and she wouldn't mm-hmm. bullshit anybody. I was like, but I, I mean, I think it's a high stress situation and I, I sympathize because it's right. annoying, especially when you hear someone, you know, talking about how they're not wearing a mask. Like if it, I don't believe in the medical exemption, I, it doesn't do anything. It's, right. It prevents you from spitting in someone's face. Like, <laughs> It's not affecting your breathing. People have worn six masks. It does not affect your breathing. Right. Um, and I said, I don't think that that's necessarily the right course of action, but I'm not the manager. So, and then he's <laughs> just like, he's like, I just, I would hate to let something like this slide on my first day. <laughs> like <laughs> for my advice. Sir? Um, I was like, he said, basically, he's like, I'm going to suspend her. And I'm like, okay. He's like, you got to be in the room. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, I support this woman. <laughs> so I remember I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't, this is a part time gig for me. I don't really <laughs> value this company. I don't value this job. I just need some money. Um, okay. So I'm sitting in the corner and I'm just like this. <laughs> I can't get her. And then he tells her, he's like, So we're going to suspend you. And she stood up so fast. She's like, What? <laughs> And then he's like, here's the, she's like, I'm going to, she's like, I want the union rep number, blah, blah, blah. And so he gave her all the numbers. And then um, she just like stormed out. He's like, can you uh, cover registry? And I'm like, yep, <laughs> uh, I can do that. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't say anything to her. I felt really bad. And she didn't really talk to me after that. I don't know what she expected me to do, but. Right. Um, stop, stop fucking weird. Um, you know, the, uh, the, the strike actually kind of saved me. Why? What did you do? So this was about um, two months into me being an assistant manager, which so like my time as an assistant manager at Stop and Shop, the first thing I had to deal with was within two months of going on strike and within a year, COVID. (laughs) So everything all right? Yeah, I thought I heard something. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, But within uh, like a couple of weeks before um, the strike happened. Yep which was April of 2019, um, I had an incident happen where a delivery driver, uh, because my store, we got our perishable delivery like early in the morning. Like usually I wouldn't see the driver. They'd be in and out before I walked in the door at seven. Yeah. Um, or occasionally six or six 30, but usually our load would get there at like four 35 in the morning and they'd be wet, like unloaded door locked truck gone before me or, uh, the, manager would even walk in the door but uh this one particular morning i walk in and i walk into my back room and i go into the cooler and i see sunlight which i shouldn't be seeing because uh in that store the cool the produce and like dairy uh deli delivery dock yeah um was uh went right into the cooler one in like the same yeah, there wasn't like a receiving area. It was like literally the 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 cooler had a back door that opens up and that's where they brought the pallets in. Okay. So I see sunlight, which means the door's open. The door shouldn't be open because the truck's gone. I know, like I've got a guy that's breaking down the load. And I, so I turn to him, I'm like, did you open this door up? Because sometimes if the door wasn't locked, people would open it up so that they could just, you know, uh, stack the pallets out there as they were done breaking down the pallets, you know, the mm-hmm. all the boxes off onto the wall. Um, and he's like, no, that was open when I got here. I'm like, it was open when you got here. Like nobody else was back here. This got left open. He's like, yeah, no, the driver left it open. And I was like, excuse me? Cause that's a huge security violation. Right. Uh, like a massive one. Like if 
somebody had walked back there and seen that door open, I get fired. Right. Because I'm the person in charge. Not in that scenario where I walk in and the door's open, because obviously I'm not responsible for something that happens before I clock in. But, um, but like if it was like the middle of the day and that door was just wide open and no one's back there, yeah, that's going to be, you know, some serious disciplinary action. Makes sense. So I flipped. I was like, where's the driver? He's like, he's uh, the guy I had breaking the load. He was like, I think he went down to grocery. He might, he might still be here. So I go marching down there. I find like the guy in charge of grocery for the day. I'm like, hey, is the perishable load driver still here? And he's like, yeah, actually he's sitting in his truck. And so I went out and I walked out to his truck and I see him and I kind of motioned, you know, for him to roll the window down. And he's like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, hey, did you just drop off this produce load over here? And he's like, yeah, I dropped that off. And then I went over, I did the meat one and then the dairy, whatever. And I was like, yeah, you, uh, you want to explain to me why you left my door wide open? And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you left my door wide open. I was like, not unlatched, open. Like anybody could have just walked up because the door was wide open. Like I'm a, I have sunlight in my cooler. And he's like, he, he started copping an attitude with me. And I was like, oh, I'll tell you what, how about we both go inside right now? And I call your boss up and I have your fucking job. <laughs> and I started like, I laid into this guy. Like, I don't even remember. I mean, this was three years ago now. So I don't remember everything I said, but I was like, I was screaming at the guy. Um, and then, uh, I go back inside and, uh, oh yeah, not, you know, it didn't get that, that heated. Then I yelled at him and, you know, threatened to call his boss, uh, about leaving, you know, my door wide open. Right. But then I go back inside and I'm telling the, uh, the guy I had breaking down my load. He's like, so what happened? I'm like, I went down there and yeah, he left it wide open. He, he just, Com- like completely fucking dropped the ball on that one. I was like, so I yelled at him and, and, and as I'm explaining to this guy, uh, what happened, the driver comes in cause the door was still open. Cause now I, like I told him he could leave it open to th- put the pallets outside and, you know, because now there's somebody here. The main problem is right. that the driver left the door open with nobody back there. Like he just left the building. Well, yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's not like he was like, okay, I'm going to leave this door open. It's like, there was nobody back. There's nobody there. So uh, the driver comes walking up. He goes, hey, next time, just ask. And I was like, <laughs> I look at him and I go, excuse me? I'm like, I don't have to ask you to do your fucking job. And he's like, oh, I'm just saying, next time, ask. You don't have to get all, you don't have to yell about it. I'm like, I'll talk to you however I want when you fuck up that bad. And he starts yelling something back. I was like, you get the fuck out of my cooler right now. And then the other guy who was uh, breaking the load, he was a big, scary looking dude. Like, he was fucking huge. He was like six foot five, like heavily <laughs> muscled, like like his arms are enormous and he's covered in tattoos, face tattoos, neck tattoos, his whole arms are tattoos and he's wearing like a sleeveless shirt cause he's breaking down the load. So like he looks intimidating as fuck right now. And he comes over and he starts getting in the guy's face and the guy's like, ah, <laughs> and then he left. <laughs> but then, um, I did call the guy's boss cause I was like, Hey, this driver just left my door open. And he's like, he what? And they're like, yeah, no, this is a, a huge problem. Like we're going to have to, like, we're going to have to get some people involved about this. But then that guy also called to complain about me yelling at him. Because I did go over the top. I was trying to establish myself as an authority yeah. figure. So but I'm like, I think it's also stressful when you're a new authority figure. Yeah, and somebody so has fucked happens. up this badly. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I figured this is a great opportunity for me to show people around the store th- that you don't fuck with me. You know, now that I'm in charge, I want to establish, you know, the authority. So pe- I don't want people to be afraid of me, but I want people to like me, but also be, you know, afraid of the fact that I'm, you know, an authority figure. <laughs> but to know that you're not 
fucking around. Right, exactly. I was like, this is a good opportunity for people to see that I'll be tough if I have to without me actually having to do it to anybody, you know, you know, because I've got an opportunity here where it's not one of the people who works underneath me that I have to, like, you know, get discipliny with or whatever. So. Uh, so that's why I went ham on this guy because I'm like, this is a great opportunity to establish a tone, you know, <laughs> that <laughs> like, what I say goes, up. but we Thanks can be cool, that. you know. <laughs> um, so uh, the um, the guy got – he actually came back to the store the next day, and he fucked everybody's coolers up on purpose. We they We found out that he showed up early to work that day. Because apparently you can kind of pick your route or something, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he made sure he got the route that had my my store on it. And he just, like, destroyed three coolers. Like, he just threw shit everywhere. And so he – uh, I placed another call to the uh, transportation office and got that guy banned from our store. And they were going to look into uh, suspending or firing him because it was crazy. Yeah, they um, probably did fire him, but they, I don't think they can tell you that technically. Probably not, yeah. But they said that they were going to have a conversation with, like, his supervisor. So I'm inferring that there would be, like, a suspension or fire. It's not yeah. like they told me that, but they said, like, we're, we're going to have a— We're firing this bitch. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't say that. But they did tell me, like, we're going to have a conversation with him and his his immediate supervisor and, and you know, like, the our head of, you know, uh, dispatch or whatever. Yeah, they want you to know they're following protocol. Um, right. And but the guy also complained about me getting so like going so hard at him about it, you know, and screaming at him and stuff. And so anyway, long, long story short, um, th- the morning the strike happened, which was uh, April 11th, 2019, um, around uh, like 1130 ish when it, ha- you know, when it happened, uh, I was getting ready to go upstairs and do some paperwork. And my friend John was coming downstairs from doing some paperwork. Um okay. And he was the seafood manager. So he was upstairs doing like his paperwork. I was getting ready to go up and do mine. Uh, and he's coming down the stairs as I'm going up. He's like, are you going up there? And I was like, yeah, I got some paperwork I got to do. And he's like, just so you know, he's like, I heard uh, one of our store managers. He's like, I heard her on the phone with uh, transportation. And they were talking about you and how you blew up on that driver. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, no, she didn't sound happy about it. <laughs> she knew about the incident because I told her myself. But now she's got to deal with them complaining about the way I screamed at their driver and stuff like that. And she's like, he's like, yeah, I think you're going to get in trouble over this. And I was like, oh, shit. I mean, I was like, I was like, I was doing my job. The guy left my door open. Like, like you thought that (laughs) since his, I was like, if I left for work, wash yours away. Right. I'm like, (laughs) if I left for left work for the day and I left that door open, I wouldn't have a job to come back to. The door to my job would be closed (laughs) because of the door to my cooler being open. I'm like, so my, my reaction was proportionate, you know, <laughs> but, uh, um, but John was like, I don't know, just, she sounded, it sounded more like she was just pissed that she had to deal with this now, but she told him that she'd deal with it. And he's like, so you, I don't know, you might have a conversation coming your way. And I was like, all right, well, well, I guess we'll see what happens. And I was like, they can't fire me for it. So, uh, and then as I was walking up the stairs, somebody else was like, we're going on strike. And I was like, what? Because she had gotten, like, the inside scoop from, like, one of, like, the, uh, like, like people who worked for the union, who she's friends with, like, told her, was like, don't say anything yet, but we're going on strike in 15 minutes. And then she was like, I'm going to say something. <laughs> and so she started telling, she told me, she's like, we're going, we're walking. And I was like, what? She's like, we're walking. I was like, like, on strike? She's like, yeah. I was like, when? She's like, 15 minutes. I was like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> and so I go downstairs and I tell everybody I can. <laughs> and... And uh, and so we all knew that it was happening. And then sure enough, 
at 12 o'clock on the dot, uh, there was an announcement made and we were all, we all left the building and I never had a conversation about yelling at that driver (laughs) (laughs) because they had bigger, bigger, lucky, bigger fish to fry after that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that is pure luck. I would have been like, I, I could just imagine you like in those cliche, like last day of school scenes, like just fuck the yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was convinced like I'd seen other produce uh, managers and assistant managers yell at drivers over less important shit before. And I was like, this is just what we do. This is how you deal with drivers. <laughs> so, yeah. So well, I did. I mean, at, at that point, I would have thrown him on the bus. I would have been like, hey, miss, um, Listen, I am just following the example set before me. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to change it? <laughs> well, it wasn't like my to. current manager that I'd seen do that, but it was like over but years with the company. I'd seen, yeah, I'd seen other people do it, and I'm like, just be yeah, like, oh, I didn't just, realize that. There you can was just talk to these fucking guys however you want. <laughs> where this was acceptable. My bad. Not my bad. Is it six months? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have said. Um, you realize this is our last episode before Christmas? I know. You almost have so- to stop using the Christmas music intro. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, yeah, Merry Christmas. I if you don't celebrate Christmas, um, Christmas is still going to happen, so you should still have a good day on that day. Absolutely. December 25th. It's going to be Christmas Day, whether you're celebrating it or not, so you should just have a good day. I think it's also Hanukkah week, so if it is, and I'm accurate on that, happy Hanukkah. I'm, I think it's Hanukkah now. Well, Hanukkah is, a, you know, it's eight days. Yeah, I know it's eight days, but I think it's Hanukkah, like, it's been Hanukkah for a few days already. I know, we're in when Hanukkah week. When is Hanukkah this year? 2020. Oh, it is. It started on the 18th and it runs to the 26th. I feel like it usually does not coincide with Christmas. It did in Eight Crazy Nights. Did it? Yeah, the last not- day of Hanukkah was on Christmas Eve. Um... So yeah, if you're listening to this um, and you celebrate Hanukkah, like the like the the middle third of the month, you know, and then there'd be like a few days or whatever, and then it's Christmas or whatever. But yeah, so if you you celebrate Hanukkah, have a great seventh day of Hanukkah. Yeah, and if you celebrate Christmas, we'll see you in five days. Yeah, (laughs) well, we won't see you because we're not going to be podcasting on Disney World. Oh, Disney. (laughs) So what's up? Um. Yeah. With that, it's it's ten thirty, and that is what? that is approximately How the my fuck bedtime. Did that? I thought it was. I swear to God, I thought it was nine thirty. No, it is ten thirty. You lost an hour of your life. Congratulations. Um, I was like, wow, we're 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 gonna we're gonna wrap up so early tonight. I was like, maybe I can. I, I might I might do something after this. Maybe I'll play some Xbox or something. Like that. No, I'm gonna edit this, upload it, and then I'm going to bed. Well, um, I got a busy day tomorrow. I have to get ready. I was gonna say you have a lot to do. I don't. I mean, I yeah. work tomorrow, but I mean, I can do that for my bed. So, yeah, I work um, after work. I got to get ready and I still work on Thursday, but I also found out today I don't have to go until seven on Thursday. So I get an extra half hour of sleep. I might be more excited about that than I am about the half day. Yeah, I would. I would. I probably would feel the same way. Yeah. That extra half hour of sleep. I'm going to I'm going to wake up feeling like a completely different person. Mm-hmm. Well, I think now is as good a time as any to officially bid farewell to our Christmas intro. Mm-hmm. And say wait, not yet. I thought we were Christmas. using it till the end of uh New Year's. Just kidding. I'm Which is really that it's I'm on its last leg. Like, our second to last episode of the year because we're gonna uh, I'm gonna be down there until next Tuesday, and then uh next and then Friday I go to New Hampshire. Oh yeah. So, so and I'll be there for all of New Year's. So we have probably one more episode of the year. Probably. I have to do something cool for the New Year's episode. 
Well, it's not a New Year's episode, but you know what I mean. It's the last episode. I know before. what you're saying. Yeah, the last 2022 episode. Right. That's a milestone to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So with that, I will begin the intro. Um, right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so folks, if uh, if you're wondering when this podcast is going to be over, probably about like another 20 minutes. Oh, um, I was like, Jesse, I swear to God, <laughs> I thought you were trying to steal <laughs> the outro. <laughs> Oh, I was so pissed. I was like, <laughs> I'll fuck it up right now. I'll hang up. <laughs> uh, anyway, this has been episode 1515 of the Unqualified Podcast. I have been the hostest with the mostest, Megan. And I've been the host with the most, <laughs> Jesse. Oh, see, that worked. Yeah. Gender rule. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. Thank you for tuning in. If you did, Jordan, text yeah. me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah, um, check out our TikTok, Instagram, uh, mostly TikTok because there will be Disney content coming yeah. um, next week, which will be pretty yep. cool. You might and get to see Jesse from, cry. Uh, Maybe I'll drag this episode, Magic last episode. <laughs> yeah, you probably almost certainly there'll be a clip of me sobbing just in front of the castle. A- any respect any of you um figurative listeners out there have earned f- or gained for me um will be lost probably when no, i'm I, I standing in that. line to go on some roller coaster for the sake not of, roller coaster well, i'm not doing any roller coasters yes you are no i'm not you're doing guardians of the galaxy yeah it's not a roller coaster roller coaster though it's an omni coaster it's a roller coaster yeah but it's not like it's not like a it's not fucking... like Biz- superman or bizarro no. or i think those are the same thing or no. or whatever it's it's a different kind of it's in its own category yeah you won't understand until you do um, it's not as much of like a thrill ride because it's about like the scenery and stuff yeah okay well that doesn't really <laughs> in- instill a lot of confidence in me No. okay there's only there's like one thrilling part but the rest of it is just cool yeah, I feel like the rest, most of it is just you're moving at like a moderate pace through things you're supposed to be looking at. So you're not doing like high speeds or sudden drops because you're supposed to be seeing, taking in what's. No, there's really no, there's only one like kind of drop thing, but it's not right. like, an, it's not terrible. And I know where to sit where it's least, less right. intense. So um, no worries there. Um, anyway, so this has been episode 15 of the Unqualified <laughs> Podcast. Um, hostess with the mostest, Megan. Host with the most, Jesse. And thank you for tuning in and follow our TikTok for Disney content. Um, if we get 1,000 subscribers before December 25th, I will drag Jesse to Magic Kingdom and make him sit in front of the castle. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I won't do that. I, we won't get that many subscribers. I mean, if we do, I might do that. But we in five so days, that would be impressive. That would be really. I think he'd be willing to do that. I think that. I think he would be willing to literally just sit there all day no. <laughs> all day <laughs> that sounds like a really boring way to spend the day yeah on, no, on christmas suck. day <laughs> you would just watch you probably watch a few proposals <laughs> probably probably a lot of them there's probably just a line <laughs> a line of proposals yeah yeah um, not, you have to wait in line to go propose in front of the castle you've got to try yeah. to convince your girlfriend what why you're standing in this line <laughs> well no so like there's a bunch of no i'm not getting into it nope um anyway <laughs> It is 10.30 p.m. The, the more structurally uh, unde- underdeveloped outros of all time. <laughs> yeah. Episode 15 of the Unqualified Podcast has come to a close. Yes, it I is. am Megan. 
the co-host, the first one, the best one, and that is Jesse, the other yeah, right. co-host, um, and he's the one that introduces the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Check out our TikTok. We're going to Disney on Christmas. We're going to the bowling alley on Christmas Eve. Um, yeah, we'll probably post something from there, too. Yeah, I think we should just do a whole montage. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's it. That's um, it. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, I know it's been like a long time. So I appreciate you, Jordan, for always listening <laughs> to all of our podcasts. And if you made it this far, send me a text message with the number 73. And then I will know. <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.